Welcome along for one final time to HDFC Radio. It's the final game of the season, but luckily for me and my co-commentator today, Josh Mollison, relegation is out the window. Safety is secure, so we can all just relax uh, that little bit more. I'm Freddie Cardi. It's Hitchin Town against Bromsgrove. One final time. And we've got an on commentary debut today. Josh Mollison, uh, the Hitchin substitute goalie, he's out injured uh, at the moment. Uh, and he joins me in the commentary box for the first time. Josh, how are you? Thank you for, for stepping up where others have failed and joining me on commentary today. No, thank you for having me, mate. Thank you for having me. You're, you're more than welcome. I know you've just been watching in the, in the into the Luton game. Um, I've been watching the Arsenal as well in the first half. So contrasting results, I guess, for both of us, but the Hatters are doing well this season. Yeah, yeah. I think now, especially, two games left, we've got to be looking at playoffs. Um, I'll be disappointed now if we don't. Mm. At the start, it was sort of like a bit of a fairy tale, but now, like I said, two games left. Yeah. Quite comfortable in there, um, and like I said to you earlier, when we were having the conversation, we could go up and lose every game in the Prem. I would not care <laughs> as long as we go up. Yeah, I'm real. I mean, to think they were here in pre-season, you know, playing us, Nathan Jones, you know, people like that were down here, and now they're, you know, they're not far away from a, a Premier League spot. It's, it's amazing, and what a job he's done. Yeah, no, I think he's done unreal. To be fair, I, I see a thing earlier on Sky that said. Um, when we beat Blackpool in the, the reverse fixture, we were 12th in December, and mm. now obviously we're in the playoffs comfortably. I think it's done unreal. Do you go down and watch them at all, or are you mostly committed, you know, to hitching and other stuff? And uh, um, no, I can't really get down there now. I'm a bit of a reverse glory hunter. So <laughs> when we were when we were in the conference, I was there yeah. most weeks, but then obviously started playing football and, and stuff on a Saturday and mm. just sort of faded out. But I'd like to go to the playoffs if I could get a ticket. Possibly oh, be amazing, won't yeah. it? Yeah, that, uh, Kenilworth Road. Um, obviously with that new new ground coming in. Uh, let's, let's just hope. We got them in pre-season too, but you know if they're in the Premier League, it might be um, might be quite hard work. So um, today, Hitchin against uh, Bromsgrove, Hitchin uh, and Bromsgrove as well to factor them in. Safety has been secured for both of them, uh, with Tamworth beating Biggleswade Town 3-1 uh, on Thursday night. I know you listened into a bit of it. Were you, were you down at training? Was there a bit of a nervous atmosphere around? Yeah, I think. Well, obviously the boy, the boys that were training were on the, were on the pitch, and they couldn't listen to the or mm. see the score or anything. But the ones that were in the physio room, um, I had it on the radio, and I sort of stopped listening because I was getting a bit too too nervous, getting too into it, I suppose. And uh, as soon as I switched it off, they went one nil, two nil, three nil. So I thought mm. I better stay off. Bit of a bad luck charm when I was on there. Yeah, both Nunny and as Alex Brown, he's he's egging you on. <laughs> biggest grin, at the biggest grin in football the now. Biggest Alex mouth Brown. In biggest football. mouth in football. Biggest yeah. mouth in football. Now Luke's left. Uh, as well, yeah, he, he absolutely loves it. You can't not smile. <laughs> he'll, he'll have been smiling, but yeah, I mean, look, it was it was so unlikely. Biggleswey needs to win their remaining, you know, their remaining two games with Hitchin losing today, and mm. then even then, Nuneaton could still go down because they're level on points with us. But you know, it was that unlikely. But just getting it out of the way, and we can just enjoy today a little bit more. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I think. To be fair, I haven't thought at once this season that we we would go down. I don't really know how we're how we're down in this in this position, but mm. um, you know, it is nice to have it finally confirmed and like we can just enjoy the last day of the season. Um, yeah, Hitchin yeah, can still finish as high as 16th as well for win if yep. Nuneaton and Barwell slip up as well. And at that point, you know, it starts to look a, a lot better considering yeah. how long we were at the bottom of the table for. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So plenty to play for today. But you know, what's the atmosphere been like at? Uh, at training, you know, the players relieve their, you know, they're not going to get relegated, or is there quite a relaxed atmosphere? Um, no, I think the boys. It's obviously always been, been there that the possibility of getting relegated. But I think we knew we were good enough to get out of the position we were in, mm. um, and I think you know it's, it's proved that that we were, that we were good enough, and, and we believed. And mm. I don't think once in our mind we were looking at it going, oh, we're we're in trouble here. Like, you know, we're obviously cautious of it, but 
never thought that it was a dead cert and I, I always believed for sure that we were good enough to get out and we've done that. And impressive as well, you know, such a such a young team, six mm. teenagers started in that defeat to, uh, to Peter Sports on Monday. I know you've been part of an academy. Does it kind of not surprise you from what you've seen how well these guys are doing? N nah, not at all. The boys are great. Um, I think it just shows that obviously experience is, is key, but you know, when you do have young lads in the team that, you know, it can work. And I think the boys that have come in and, and stepped up have done unbelievable. Um, it's a big ask to play step three when you're, you know, 16, 17 um, years old. And I think the boys that have come in have done superb. Yeah, Stan Georgiou uh, turning 18 tomorrow, so it shows how, it shows how young he is. Um, we've got to touch on what he was wearing as well in the warm-up, and I know this has become a, a feature of training sessions, but Stan Georgiou warming up in front of a, a very busy top-field crowd in, in a Buzz Lightyear suit. What's all that about? Well, that is what you get when you are voted as the worst trainer, so <laughs> I suppose don't be bad in training, Stan, and you won't have to, uh, yeah. have to wear it again, mate. Well, one last time, isn't it? And he, he might be taking it home for the summer uh, yeah. at the moment, but who's, who's, has, he, has he had it often, or is it the first time? Because I feel like he's quite well behaved most of the time. You, you're going to get a lot of stick from the coaches today. <laughs> Shout out Michael Jones and yeah, Josh Bickerstaff. Josh, Josh, Josh has done it with me before. The last commentary of lockdown, he did it with me, and he was he was fairly relaxed actually about yeah. it. Um, as Jonesy gets the camera out, so he might as well smile for it. It's, I think it's because the mic doesn't fit my head. That's why they're laughing. I've got I said earlier, big head, so... Yeah. <laughs> no, well, look, we appreciate you coming in to do the job today, even if everyone is going to give you some stick. Look, while, while, while Josh has a laugh at you, the other Josh, I'll go through the team sheet, shall I? So, uh, for Bromsgrove Sporting, goal number one, Oliver Taylor, two, Joshua Dugmore, three, Dominic Perkins, uh, four, Toby Raisin, five, Michael McGrath, uh, six, Joel Kettle, the captain, seven, Joseph Willis, uh, eight, Joshua Keener, uh, nine, Matthew Barnes-Homer, uh, ten, Jonathan Letford, and eleven, Jordan Goddard. The subs are twelve, uh, Adam Maruziak, the goalie, uh, 14, Jamie Molyneux, and 15, Mitchell Candlin. There were just three subs on offer for both teams. It is that point in the season now. Uh, for Hitchin, uh, well, what looks like he's going to be the new captain. Charlie Horlock starts in goal. Uh, Kai Teal, number two at right back. It's a back four uh, of her to Brown, uh, Georgiou, Green, uh, and Kai Teal making up the back four. A little makeshift once again, but I'm sure Jack Green will be relishing the prospect of heading even more balls away than, than usual. Uh, in midfield, uh, Josh Papula and Josh Coldicott-Stevens. In front of him, Malachi Black, Steve Cawley and Rio De Silva uh, with Jake Hutchinson leading the line. The subs are, are Dan Webb, Steve Gleeson and Robbie Burns. Gleeson, I've just seen smile for the first time ever as he waves over at you. Uh, uh, Robbie Burns on the bench as well. Has he been you know, in and around the training sessions? I know he was kind of signed early this season, not really expecting him to play, but you know, needs must at the moment. Yeah, I know. Um, to be fair, I think you know, last game of the season, now he's safe. He, he can come in and, and sit on the bench. He mm. obviously played a lot with Webby, whose last game is today, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So I think he's coming in as a bit of a bit of a send-off for Webby as well. Yeah, we've got to talk about Dan Webb, haven't we? The big news, him announcing his retirement, the informed manager, Mark Burke, yesterday he will retire from playing from Hitchin uh, after the game with Bromsgrove to Now, If he does play, uh, it'll be his 400th appearance of the club, uh, looking to add to a tally potentially of 40 goals as well. Um, you know, what a career, and you must be so sad to see him go, you know, not just on the pitch, but off it too. Yeah, no, no he's a legend. The nicest bloke, um, like since when I come in, at what how long ago was that? Four, four or five years ago. He's been he's been a captain since I come in, and you know he's just a top bloke. Looks after everyone. 
Uh, good on and off the pitch, like you said. <laughs> Everyone is standing around trying to laugh at you at the moment. You're, doing, you're doing a good job. You're keeping it composed. Um, yeah, many fond memories of Dan Webb, really. You know, that winning goal against Paul on the day of the protest march to save top field. Um, I presume you're around, you know, the equaliser against Leverhead in that game in the FA Cup. Of course, Jack Green stole the headlines with a winner in that. But, you know, the equaliser there. Two Hearts Senior Cups, the Southern League Cup and two Hearts Charity Cups. Um, to his name, just he, he's a hitching legend now, surely. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like you said with the Leverhead thing, I was on the bench, um, mm. and I remember everyone was buzzing. Um, he, he's just hitching through and through. I think, like, yeah. like you say, he's a hitching legend. He's got to go down as a hitching legend. Um, everything he's done for the club, he, he's, and like I said, off the pitch, top bloke as well. I think he's got a lot of time for everyone, um, all the volunteers, fans, everyone. He always gives his time to. So I think everyone sees that, and that's why everyone loves him as much as they do. Yeah, there's going to be a guard of honour uh, as the teams walk onto the pitch. I think for him, he does start on the bench today, and there's going to be a presentation uh, after the game. An amazing journey as well, you know, because he's not someone who's kind of dropped in from the higher leagues. He was picked up, I think, by a, a cricket coach who kind of knew Mark Burke, and while whether he loves his cricket as well. Um, picked up really just from Sunday football as well, you know, I think Perton, Shillington, those kind of teams, oh, wow. and um, moving up to Hitchin as well. So uh, a really, really great achievement uh, for him. And surely he's going to get a couple of minutes, as he did on Monday, <laughs> coming off the bench, just to make sure he he's in the possibility of the, the, the milestone today. Surely we're going to see him at some point, and the reception he's going to get is going to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to think so. I mean, I don't know. If, I'm, if I was Berkey, I'd be just keeping him on the bench and saying, you've got to come back next year for your... <laughs> So You've got to wind him up a little bit, <laughs> yeah, haven't you? You've got yeah. to send other players out to warm up and 100%. make him worry a little bit. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see him. Surely Dan Webble uh, will get some uh, get some minutes at the end. Um, just to have a look at the team then. Uh, so with Kieran Jones failing a late fitness test, Dan Webb still struggling with injuries. The back, uh, the two centre backs, uh, are Stan George, who is going to have to take that Buzz Lightyear suit off by <laughs> kick off, uh, and Jack Green as well. Um, Green, of course, mostly at right back, but we know he's got all the attributes of a centre back, really. If Ability. Oh, 100%. He can kick it really far. He can head it really far. I, mean, I don't know what, what you'd really want in the centre-half. Yeah. Um, I've never seen someone head a ball as far as that man. <laughs> no, neither have I. Scott Cuthbert at Stevenage maybe runs a close second, but Jack Green, he's, he's known for it now. And nice to see, you know, Kai Teal, someone who's been coming up through the academy, struggled with injuries this season, mm. out of position at right-back. I know he's not maybe the biggest fan of playing there, but, you know, such a useful player to have around, really one for the future. Yeah, 100%. I'm buzzing for Kai as well, like, like you said he got injured and went on loan to Kempston um, obviously they're struggling in, in step four I think it's a different uh, side of the game for him to, to see and he's come back gone, gone back in he's done really well so I'm buzzing for him and it is a changed defence as well isn't it for Hitchin but we're playing against the lowest scorers in the league Bromsgrove scored just 36 in 39 games uh, so maybe Hitchin will look at that and maybe breathe a bit of a sigh of relief you know because they are having to change things around mm, yeah you'd think so but you never know, do you? Yeah, you the lo lowest scorers in the league, Bromsgrove. Ten fewer than Hitchin. Uh, Hitchin just above a goal a game at the moment. As everyone's out there, the, the subs, the coaches, Lewis Barker, who turned down an offer to be on commentary today as well. We're not going to let him get away with that. He, he was on a half-time the other day, to be fair, but everyone is there in the tunnel. The two teams ready to come out, Hitchin and Bromsgrove. So uh, safety at step three level already secured for the Canaries. Bromsgrove, they can still move up to, to 15th. They win today and Redditch United lose. We've got plenty elsewhere uh, in the league as well. Banbury only need to draw away at Needham to reach the 100 point mark uh, as we wait here uh, for this Garden 1 for Dantwer, Peter Els, the photographer, 
uh, is out there. Eddie Riley, I presume, will be uh, filming some highlights for us today as well. So make sure you uh, uh, subscribe on Hitchens' YouTube channel for that. And uh, here come the two sides. Uh, couple of mascots out there alongside Charlie Horlock and Josh Coldicott-Stevens and a really nice atmosphere Josh around the place today knowing that safety is already secured and no danger of relegation and here we go Dan Webb the two teams forming the guard of honour it's a special moment for him oh he's such a legend such a legend of the club I think I've said it about a million times yeah. already but he's a legend <laughs> no he absolutely <laughs> deserves it and he's the most humble man as well so I'm not even sure I'll be enjoying this too much <laughs> um, walking between the the Hitchin and uh, Bromsgrove players a really nice a spectacle to see and a quality touch and listen to that noise we've got the crowd mic on full volume and there is Dan Webb going through a smile on his face <laughs> and yeah you can see he's blushing almost he's a little got, bit he's as got he goes through his eye. he's crying he must do he's had so many fond memories of this club and at the end of the day it's his, it's his home <laughs> boyhood club He's loved every moment. He's got a massive grin on his face now to rival Alex Browns, and he gets a handshake and a <laughs> big hug no from his manager, Mark Burke. And those two have got a special relationship. He's got a great one with, you know, with all of the coaches, all of the players. You can't not love him. No, exactly, exactly. And he's in the number five shirt as well today, which is an interesting touch. Stan Georgiou in 15 yeah. uh, starting, so um, yeah, keeping think, that tradition there. I don't think you could take that off him on the last game. No chance, got it, yeah. So the two sides coming out into the field after the pre-match uh, pleasantries have been exchanged. A, a great touch there uh, for Dan Webb a couple of minutes uh, away from kick-off. Hitchin uh, have lost their last uh, three games, though, against Peterborough Sports, Banbury United, and a, a disappointing one on the road at Nuneaton. But, you know, Peterborough and Banbury have weakened teams. You know, so many youngsters in the side. You, you can excuse that, can't you? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they're, they're up there for a reason, aren't they? Mm. I think the only one that we would be disappointed with was the Nuneaton result. Yeah. Um, but Banbury have been flying all season. Like you said, they're 100 points today if they get a draw, so that's that's remarkable. Mm, certainly is. So elsewhere um, today, Peterborough will finish second if they beat Leyston. Uh, they're level on points to Colville at the moment. Uh, big playoff game, actually. Church have to beat Royston and hope that Rushton lose to Nani and Barra uh, for Church to shock a few people and grab that last playoff spot. Rushton only need a draw uh, to hold on to that spot. Uh, so a reminder, Hitchin and... Well, Hitchin and Nuneaton level and points. Hitchin at the moment, it looks like a kind of relegation playoff spot. Uh, but what that means is one of the four teams in that position at step four will go down. Whoever's got the worst points per game, that is Kings Langley, who actually moved from this league at the start of the season. Mm. So do you think they stayed here? Hitchin would be another position away from the relegation zone. Yeah, so exactly. it might look worse on paper. No, 100%. Yeah, weird move that they, that they yeah, moved out. Hasn't worked out for them no. uh, by the looks <laughs> of things. And it's going to be Jake Hutchinson then to kick us off for one final time this season. This is HDFC Radio's uh, final home game of the season. We promised you we'd be here for every home game and we've fulfilled that promise. So uh, very happy with that, myself and Marek. And, and we've had a few guests helping us out as well. And Josh is here ending the season and hopefully ending it on a high. Have you got any predictions? <laughs> oh, um, four nil. Hitchin. Four nil Hitchin. Yeah. There we go. Charlie Horlock Hattrick. Charlie Horlock Hattrick. Here's Steve Cooley. Nice skill then on the halfway line. He tweeted a picture yesterday of him playing against Dan Webb in his Hemel Hempstead days and a few years ago. Oh, that must have been a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> those two going going a while back. It's going to be Hitchin kicking from left to right towards a. Uh, a very busy uh, Fishponds Road end for this final uh, game of the season. Of course, we've got a few Premier League Championship games going on. We'll keep an 
over the top of those as well. Arsenal, a lot of win for the Gunners early, beating Manchester United by three goals to one uh, as well. In the Championship, it was Luton 1, Blackpool 1, uh, 2, as Bromsgrove have uh, an early free kick on the halfway line. Jordan Goddard to try and float it forward, and Cody got Seaman's heads away, and already it looks like it's going to be some space opening up. Steve Cawley chipping it onto the right-hand side. Hutchinson there, Kai Teal there as well, and first uh, early defending for Joel Kettle. Uh, the Bromsgrove captain to do and here's a throw in for Jack Green another player who plays with a smile on his face <laughs> he's such yeah. a legend he, he is he just <laughs> that, he, is, that is my he best he seems friend. to just saunter about the pitch doesn't he yeah. and another player you just have to love I, I saw the video you posted as he tries to chip one into the box oh. an easy catch roll of a tailor and goal of him bouncing on a trampoline after yeah. training he loves day. that trampoline <laughs> he loves that trampoline almost as much as I love him yeah we do we really do he's starting at centre back today Kai Till uh, right back actually it's a back five um, Josh by the looks of things Malachi Black has slotted in there uh, so it's going to be a back five with Black uh, Georgiou and Green the back three Kai Teal and Alex Brown the wing backs so it was a back four on Monday but Hitchens seemed to be really comfortable with this formation no 100% I think Burks has sort of settled on on a few formations that the boys now know um Early inroads here for Bromsgrove trying to come forward, but Josh Papula, who he's got to be the quickest player in the team, hasn't he? Coming back and sticking a leg in, clearing that one away. He's made a really good impact. Yeah, no, he's done really well, to be fair. Ball in here. Jack Green defends well. Just done well chest there. it back to Charlie yeah. Horlock. There was a, just a thumbs up from Matthew Barnes-Homer uh, to the player who tried to ping that ball in, and Charlie Horlock able to come out and claim. And early touch for him. This means Horlock has played every single league game this season for the Canaries. I think every every cup game as well, even if our cup runs didn't really last very long, uh, apart from the Hart Senior Cup maybe, as Alex Brown tries to chip one through. It's straight to uh, Toby Raisin. But um, I know, you know you, you, you're close friends with Charlie Horlock. You've obviously worked um, closely with him, and he's not given you a look in this season, has nah, he? No, nah, no. But to be fair, Chaz, in my opinion, the best goalie in the league. Mm. Um, I don't really. Some some brilliant saves. Yeah. The lowest off win, especially as Hutchinson tries to come through. Good defending by Kettle, though. Hutchinson, uh, 14 goals from almost as many appearances in his uh, loan spell of the Canaries. Incredible achievement. Top scorer uh, for Hitchin so far. And not challenged by anyone apart from Callum Stead, who, of course, moved on to South Shields and then Kettering earlier this season as Alex Brown plays him down the line into Papula. Going up against his opposite number, Rio de Silva uh, brings the ball away down the left. He's a player who's really improved, but I've cursed him there. He's given the <laughs> ball away. Good tackle by Josh Dugmore, uh, the 19-year-old. He makes a 74th appearance this season, the uh, Bromsgrove right back. The stats starting to stack up uh, at this point as Black plays it back to uh, Charlie Horlock. And, yeah, Papula and Lottie, both of them coming in, and they've made, a, they've made a real impact, haven't they, both teenagers themselves? Yeah, no, I think they've done great, to be fair. Um, and they were their attitude was spot on the whole mm. time. Like when they weren't getting a look in, they were still turning up for every training session, doing things properly. And then when they get their chance, they take mm. it. So fair play to them. Yeah, academy set up certainly thriving. You know, some great coaches in there. We'll give we'll give Jonesy a mention. Why not um, <laughs> him and you know Damon and you're helping out there as well. Steve Gleason coming in. How's he been yeah. actually to work with? I think he's taken to it really well. Mm. But I don't know if it was something that he was looking for going down the coaching route but I think he's taken to it really well I mean a pro with that experience is always going to help yeah it? absolutely brilliant players played for his country Hutchinson now down there and again Kettles in the way putting the block in and some risky defending from McGrath but he brings the ball away onto the left hand side chips it down the line and another header oh, away from Jack <laughs> he just loves it this is just meat and drink for him as now he goes up against uh, Jonathan uh, Letford 
Back into the defence again, yeah. That's a position that suits him really well, isn't it? You mm. know, right-sided centre-back in a back three. He'll love that because he can get forward a little bit as well. Kai Teal's happy to push on. He'll play anywhere, Kai Teal. Yeah, no, I think he, he's got a few uh, positions in his locker, right-back, centre-mid, on the wing. Um, and I think he takes to them all really well. Well, we'll keep on top of all of the uh, Premier League scores or the Southern League ones. Man City lead Watford by a goal to nil Get in there. Uh, early on. And I've got to give a shout out to Steve George. He says, listening in, can't believe oh. how professional you sound. So there's oh. an early compliment. And he's listening in from Butlins in Bognor Regis. He said he, if there was anything at stake in this game, he'd have got the train back up to watch it. I'm not quite sure I believe him there. I 100% um, believe that. <laughs> And yeah, I sent him a picture of Stan in the Buzz Lightyear suit as well. <laughs> it's Stan's birthday tomorrow, and his, his grand, his grand, Stan's grand Anne is listening in as well. So a shout out to her. Hello, to Anne. a very, very committed family in terms of football. And Steve's been great, hasn't he? He's been helping out the academy too this yeah, season and yeah. giving his time. Steve's a legend. Steve always gives me some sausages as well. Does when he, he? When he does the, the food. So ah, big I shout out to Steve for sorting me out. Top man. He's, yeah, he's listening in. Sizzling sausages. <laughs> <laughs> As Jordan Goddard gets there, thank goodness it's the last one of the season <laughs> and there's nothing to play for. It's Homer taking it down the left-hand side, up against Cody Cott-Stevens and he's under pressure from uh, Josh Joseph Willis and Cody Cott-Stevens there uh, wins the free kick. Uh, yeah, I think Charlie Horlock's going to take it and Stan George is just going to spot the ball down for him. So a pretty quiet start for both sides early on. We've played uh, just under six minutes. It's nil-nil. And Horlock will have the... Uh, goal kick, the reverse fixture uh, was 1-0 uh, back in September, um, the only goal in uh, in that one uh, coming from Nathan Hayward, uh, left footed effort from the edge of the box there, so I'll keep an eye on him, he was voted the, the fans player of the season as well, we're still waiting to hear on the results of, of the Hitchin one, would you reveal who, who got your vote? There's only one person that was ever going to get my vote, and that was Jack Green. Jack Green, <laughs> <laughs> that'll take him up to two then I presume, <laughs> he'll have voted for himself. And it's going to be interesting for me. It's got to be a shootout between you know Kieran Jones and Jake Hutchinson. Would you say you know those two Hutcher only been here half the season, hasn't he? But Jones. Yeah, I think without Jake we would have been struggling. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Um, and Kier's done superb. I mm. think Chaz has got to have a mention as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Um, for, for the players. Got to be good to keep you out the side for the, yeah, for the whole well, there season. You go. I'm surprised I wasn't on the list. I haven't made an appearance yeah. in over a year, but it would have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> Presume all of the players have been voting for themselves on there. That's the, that's the risk when it's online. You can. Greeny would have made a few different accounts and all that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I made a few different accounts for Green. <laughs> Barwell nil, Hensford won. Uh, so a good result that one. Uh, for the Canaries, of course, with Barwell uh, just in front. Hitchin can still finish as high as 16th uh, this season, so they'll be looking to capitalise uh, on that result. Nuneaton just in front of them uh, as well. So still stuff, plenty to play for for the Canaries. They can make the season look a lot better if they do move up even further away from that relegation zone. It's a free kick here uh, on Stan George. He takes it quick into Malachi Black, another really versatile player. And, you know, he did a good job against a, a very physical and tall striker uh, on, on Easter Monday. And, you know, I'm not sure maybe that's his favourite position, Josh, but he's done a good job there so far. No, I think Mal's been class, to be fair. He's, he's um, helped us. He come in and helped us out with the, uh, the college boys as well when he mm. wasn't maybe getting the minutes he was uh, wanting. Brilliant. Bided his time. And then, like I said, these young lads are um, top class. And when they get their chance, they take it. Cynical failure and Kite's heel uh, by Dominic Perkins, who's... They're going to be penalised for that, making his 10th appearance this season. The defender, Kaitil, looking to 
try and use that burst of pace going forward. And George, who's down in the box at the moment, requires some uh, treatment. And Dan Webb that might now be, you know, having a think. Has he oh, got, no, you know, 80 warm. minutes in him? Steve Gleeson jogging down there. And well, whatever happens, with there only being three subs, you know, Dan Webb, there's no reason not to bring him on at all in this one, even if you put him up front for the final few minutes. Um, but, you know, what have you made of the start? Very, very quiet so far. Both teams just getting a look at each other. Yeah, I think they're just trying to like, find their way in the game, like, get a foot on the ball. Um, don't think any either team, like I said, neither team have got anything to play for apart from that mm. uh, higher-up position in the league. So I think both teams will be quite relaxed today, um, especially us now knowing we're safe. <laughs> Marak is listening in as well, said good shout out to the HDFC crew from sunny Essex, good win for Arsenal, now Hitchin need to do the same, he's supposed to be at a wedding but he's listening in, he said he's <laughs> going to get an earpiece in one way or another, good, good that we're on air as well, uh, and if you do want to do it as Marak and Steve have, you can send us a message on our website as well, uh, we've got a little chat feature there, you can tweet me at Cardi Freddy or, or at Josh Mollison as well on Twitter, uh, yeah, you can drop, me a tweet. drop either of us a message, uh, I've had one as well uh, from this account, Oh, uh, that is Jonesy's missus. Jonesy's missus. Uh, so I'm listening from the other side of the pitch. <laughs> well, that's the pressure on you today. Uh, Josh, you're a natural at this. Not as good as Freddie, though. Thank you very much. Uh, well, I'm not sure how much of a compliment <laughs> that is, but thank you very much. And that's dedication as well, because we're about 30 seconds behind when you watch it in the flesh, too. So uh, thank out, you for shout watching. Shout out to Han as well, by the way. Yeah. the best cakes in the world. Oh, a lot of... If you ever need a cake, message Hannah. We've got a few, actually. Marek's wife, also called Hannah, makes a good makes a good blueberry muffin as well. We've got some biscuits from our mum at half-time as well. Oh, so plenty of food going around today, yeah. Must have done your research on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do need them as well. You'll find out. Um, yeah. And so do get get in touch. We've got a few listeners in, but it's a, it's a packed crowd today. You know, we might well be looking up, you know, 800, 900, dare I say it, and that'll really be spurring the players on. It's nil-nil so far, defending here for Bromsgrove to do. There's Cooley now, has it in the box. Back to Jack Green. He might be eyeing up for oh, goal. Oh, Jack. <laughs> will. Oh. And it just goes wide of the mark. The goal just didn't even wide. move. Oliver Taylor. Jack Green. On his left foot. Greeny bending that one up and over. He's still yet to score this season, Jack Green, and what a time to do it. That was probably the closest he's been. Absolutely. I think he's hit a couple, you know, long-range shots, but probably more accurate of his head. But probably, on his weaker foot there, they are. yeah, and he'll retreat back to his defensive mark. So nil-nil, ten minutes gone here on HTFC Radio for one final time this season. As Cody cuts Stephen Ted's away up towards uh, Jake Hutchinson. Hutchinson with De Silva coming forward. He goes back to Alex Brown and said, good pressure though in there from Josh Dugmore. And Dugmore's going to have a run through on the edge of the box. Goes one way apart from, uh, aside from Malachi Black. Great recovery by Alex Brown. A really consistent player. Brownie getting stuck in as Willis tries to get across across the box. And Charlie Horlock with no danger there. So the danger averted though because it looked like a good run from Dugmore making a run to the edge of the box. But, you know, that's the that's the benefit of that back five. You're always going to have players in and around to recover. Yeah, Brownie's done superb there to be fair to react and won the ball back and gave it straight back away so well done, well done Brownie what have you made of Brownie because I almost feel like he's, he's settled down since Lucas left he's almost concentrated and you know settled down a little bit more yeah I, I don't know if Luke being here had anything to do with it yeah. but I think he's come into his own um, he's almost a lot more serious now you know yeah. when he's on the pitch yeah yeah but I think off the pitch as well he, he's yeah. come out of his shell a lot more um, still, like I said, no longer the younger brother no, yeah. no still got the biggest mouth <laughs> 
good competition. Yeah, Luke, it's a shame to see him. Shame to see him drop down the level, wasn't it, to Stone Market? But I know he's been doing well. They're closer to home as well as yeah. Cawley tries to clear one away. But yeah, great commitment from Alex. We we were worried he might follow at one point, but has has kept his place and done done really well. As a uh, throw in here uh, for the Canaries, who have had some good home form this season. You know, despite a poor a poor away form, Bromsgrove on the other hand, they've won just twice of their 19 away games this season. Drawn 10 of them though, so seem to like to shut up shop. You know, when things are going their way. Um, but yeah, as we said, but in before kickoff, low goal, you know, low score is just 36 in 39 games, 40 now this season. So that's going to be the issue, and you know, none of the players in their team have reached double figures uh, as things stand. No, I think when you're when you're lacking goals, then and you're sort of, as a player, especially when you're thinking where are we going to score from, the the natural thing to do is sharp shot, don't concede, at least get a point out of the game. Um, it seems like they've done that getting 10 points, mm. 10 draws away. Hutchins to put some pressure on. Barwell have equalised against Hensford and a dodgy touch there by Oliver Taylor and the Canaries fans got on the back of him straight away. As uh, Ben Stevens has scored. Barwell are 2-1 up and that puts Stevens in front, uh, well, equal as well in the top scorer standings with Tim Berridge of Colville. Uh, well, sorry, in front actually. So 23rd of the season for, for Stevens. Um, Chris Ray up there as well, Tim Berridge at Colville. So... And you've got to think as well how you know poorly Barwell have done at times this season to get 23 goals on that side is very impressive mm. as Papula gets stuck in here. Now Bromsgrove on the edge of the box on that right-hand side looking to get across in. They do. It's behind uh, via a deflection. First corner of the game. And I've got a touch on this as well as the corner you know, is about to be uh, coming into the box. Set pieces. Been a bit of an issue defending them this season. I think it's tough. Mm. I think that is one thing the young lads do need to learn is you know, the little dark arts, um, yeah. especially in set pieces, because these big physical lads, um, they, they know them. They know, the, they know the game very well. They know the dark arts when it comes to this sort of stuff. So We have got a small team as well, mm. haven't we? And, a, you know, a young team as the ball comes in, swinging towards goal. Jack Green underneath it, Hitchin, don't deal with it. Oh, and he goes for the overhead scissor kick, and he's hurt himself in the process, the Bromsgrove man. And it would have been spectacular. It was almost too high up in the air for him to really get a good connection. It was over the crossbar, but... Really, they could have done better there. Joel Kettle was running in with the header and a good chance there, but it looks like he's going to be injured. I'm not quite sure who it was there, but the effort over the top of the bar. And again, they're hitching, just switching off. Yeah, yeah, that's a good chance for them, to be fair. Um, hopefully, that's a bit of a wake-up call for us that, that we need to pick up men earlier. Mm. Would have been a spectacular strike. Looks like the player is OK, though. And Charlie Horlock will have a goal kick. Nil-nil uh, after 15 minutes. And Charlie Horlock... Uh, lines up again. He'd love to end the season with a clean sheet, I'm sure. And he's lining up as well in front of a, a good uh, away following for Bromsgrove as well. It's about a 200-mile round trip for them, so they've done well making the journey down from Worcestershire as Bull comes over the top, knotted down by Kai Till. And the player who's back to goal gives a dodgy pass to Joel Kettle, but he sorts it nicely. They're playing back to the goalkeeper. Uh, Oliver Taylor, former Old Church man in between the sticks. And just with the fans there as well, you know, um, Charlie Horlock's also a player who seems to never get phased by any stick that he gets behind the goal. He's so focused as well. Um, you know, is that down to his experience? We'll touch on that actually in a minute because the shot's coming in. It's fired over the bar. Joshua Dugmore making the run down the right-hand side. Uh, and Charlie Horlock, uh, no need to, to interact with that one. Um, but, you know, what, what, what do you find that as a goalkeeper? You know, if you get a stick behind you, are you one who will interact with it and, you know, give a bit back? Um, I think it depends on the state of the game, really. Yeah. 
Um, I think if we're getting, for example, if I was getting front 3-0, I wouldn't be saying much to the mm. fans, but <laughs> if we were winning, then I might give them a bit, but at the end of the day, it's all, all banter, like, yeah. at the end of the game, you've got Michael Johnson say. loved it, didn't he? Yeah. He'd always yeah. be turning around. <laughs> I think that when you're when you're standing at the, the far end of the pitch on your own, yeah. and you, you know, everyone else is pushed up, for example, like now, Chaz is, uh, he'll obviously be able to hear everything mm. that they're saying, it will be able to take it on board and then if he wants to give a bit he, I think he does give a little bit yeah. to be fair Jazz I think he does he's a smart lad as well yeah. so you don't want to get the wrong side of him as he plays this one up and over the top looking for Steve Cawley good header away Cawley got Stevens trying to pressure uh, Joshua Keane and he almost gets there with uh, Cawley coming in on the edge of the box as well but it's played away nicely well worked by uh, Jordan Goddard the 28 year old uh, out to Toby Ray's and good tackle again. Cody Cut Stevens. And you feel, Josh, you know, we do miss Lewis Barker in that midfield, but Cody Cut Stevens has so much running off the ball. Yeah, no, 100. And I do have to say this, by the way, on air. <laughs> Lewis Barker is an idiot for getting sent off in the 93rd minute of a game. <laughs> it was a very Lewis Barker thing to do. I've though, told him well, that many it? a time. Yeah. He's been there before, and you know, free match ban at the end of the season. He'll, you know, he will be relieved that we are staying up, and you know, he wasn't needed to part, of, you know, play a part in scoring some worldies from the edge of the box. You know, that could have kept us alive. <laughs> that was a cross. This guy Teal comes down the right. Rio de Silva sprinting down the opposite side and wants the switch, just doesn't get it. But it's the right move from de Silva. Just needs to keep his head up now. And Kai Teal just running into a rabbit hole down the right-hand side. Jordan Goddard now brings one forward into the midfield. Good pressure by De Silva. He's really added that element of physicality and strength to his game. Mm. He's working so much harder. No, 100%. I think off the ball, Rio is one of our best mm. players when it comes to the press. He understands it well. Um, I think he's done really well. Like another one that... Yeah, there you go in there, making yeah, there a tackle on the, on the right back. He then lost sight of the ball. Hutchinson almost gets there. Calm defending again. Joel Kettle has done really well they? back there. And that's as this man, McGrath. All of their experience, he nearly gives it away. And now Papula does get there. He's a player who can really put you under pressure. There's a good sliding tackle in, though. Now Perkins, the left-back, brings it down the, uh, the near side to our commentary position. Still goalless in this uh, last game of the season for the Canaries and uh, Bromsgrove Sporting, who drew an Easter Monday uh, with Stratford Town after a 2-1 defeat to uh, AFC Rushton and Diamonds. Prior to that, they had a, a decent patch of wins, but Hitchin losing their last three after a very good unbeaten run, to be fair. I think it was five or six. Uh, they were unbeaten with a few wins in, along the way as well. A run that might well have just kept the Canaries up this season as De Silva finds Cody Cut Stevens. Almost a lone midfielder at the moment. Papula's trying to occupy a position on the left hand side now of De Silva playing more centrally. Hutchinson taking the ball down. Out to uh, Kai Teal. Now Jack Green. He does use the ball well, actually, at his feet. As finding Cody Cut Stevens trying to switch that ball to Alex Brown, keeps it in. Yes, he does with a good header. No, it's just gone out there. But the switch is always on. And to be fair, you know, whether it's Kieran Jones or Jack Green, they always look at you know to swap wings and get it onto the other side of the field. No, 100%. I think that exploiting teams in wide areas is like one of our strengths. We've got a lot of players that can play on the wing that are very good at what they do. Um, so I think it would be silly not to be looking at that switch, to be honest. Yeah, Kieran Jones, a player, always like to do it. And, you know, if you've got Jack Green on the near side, Alex Brown on the far, they can, you know, we say about Jack Green's offensive headers, but he almost uses it as a first yeah. touch as well yeah. sometimes. So, he, yeah, he's very good at what he does <laughs> as the ball comes down the right this time. As Joshua, Joseph Willis, sorry, looking to run onto it, up against Alex Brown by the corner flag. He keeps it in play touchline goes back into his defence and that is a real waste Joshua Keane is playing it straight out not sure what for a throw in passing it to one of the fans uh, over there but there's a new aviary it's been called actually I think it's um, you know large connect four and there's a little house uh, like a playhouse over there as well for some of the younger fans which is just great to see and obviously that crowdfunding money paying dividends it 
you know, we've seen, we've seen really I, good crowds here this season, haven't we? Yeah, I think I actually see Josh Bickerstaff and Michael Jones playing in that <laughs> game. So. Taking on each other at Connect Four yeah. and all that, yeah. It, it was a really bad game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're more than welcome to give them some stick after they were trying to put you off earlier on, so we'll have that's to see a, how the game goes. That's the honest truth, that is that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get him over there. But yeah, we're after the game as well, we'll be uh, talking to Mark Burke and interview him. We're going to try and grab... Uh, Dan Webb of course as well but we've got some exciting content at the end of the season we're going to do a full length kind of hour long interview with Berkey down at the Bulldog Arena so to get all of his thoughts on the season there's a lot to get stuck into really so after finally having a season completed after two false starts due to, uh, to Covid as well so uh, that's going to be hopefully a couple weeks away for people to to listen to on the Canary Club podcast. But at the moment, Broms go for a free kick on the edge of the box. First real opportunity uh, for them. Looks like Goddard and uh, Keener over it. Charlie Horlock will be sorting out his wall. There are going to be three or four in there. He's very meticulous with that. Uh, here is Jordan Goddard then to take. No, it's the left foot of Keener straight into the wall. And now it will come to Goddard. So Horlock obviously getting his wall there. Uh, in the right place and Hitchin are able to uh, bring it away the ball comes back in though headed away well by Kai Teal and then Cody cut Stevens in on Keener again great strong tackle but that is going to be a foul no the referee oh he pulls it back no he plays advantage didn't put the whistle to his lips so we'll play on Cody cut Stevens now maybe could have done with just the free kick but uh, he almost gives it away but Jack uh, Green in Jack there Green. left foot to clearance away really again yes. Bromsgrove will take it forward, up and over. Joshua Keener now, offside flag goes up from the assistant on the far side. And you've got to say Hitch have defended well so far, but Jake Hutchinson, he hasn't had much service recently. We've not seen him and Steve Cawley get their foot on the ball so far. No, I think we look comfortable at the back, to be fair. I don't think they've really looked like troubling us, other than with that free kick. But like I said, it went straight into the wall. Um, I think I don't think it's a real problem at the minute for Jake and Steve. I think if we can build our way into the game... Um, stay solid at the back there will they'll be chances in the game for them to get goals and they're very good at what they do and they'll definitely take them yeah 22 minutes gone here it is uh, still nil nil so it's coming into this game uh, in 19th from that mystery zone just outside the relegation zone as we said before kick off Hitchin uh, don't have the worst points per goal out of the four step four teams that is in fact Kings Langley will be going down if they stay there so whatever happens today Hitchin will not be getting relegated after Biggles Wade lost uh, so they go down alongside Lowestoft shame to see them go I know a lot of fans enjoy a trip out to the east coast uh, to go out to Lowestoft and Biggles Wade obviously always good to have a local club around as well but and, and a few easy points this season as it's proved to be for Hitchin <laughs> I think Biggles Wade is the killer one because we do so much travelling in this league. It was nice to have a local Yeah, team. it's really nice. I suppose with Bedford coming up, though. Yeah, that'll make up for it. And yeah. yeah, they're throwing some money around, aren't they? They've got yeah. a, a strong squad. They always look set for promotion, you know, the last few seasons. But finally going up now, so they'll be replacing Biggles Wade. We'll have to see who else comes up. There's a chance it might be a team like Welling Garden City. So just nice to have another local couple, yeah. you know, a couple more local teams. You know, because you have all of the teams up and around where Bromsgrove are, all of those local sites. You know, to Bromsgrove, Tamworth, Stourbridge, Nuneaton, you know, it all feels like it's the exact same area for us travelling up there as Kai Teal plays one through, straight into the chest, if not a bit lower for Kettle, almost uncomfortable for him there, as Jack Green now heads this one away. Now Georgie underneath it, another good defensive clearance, Cody Cott Stevens now heads it back to Charlie Orlock, his hairband pops out and he's got to put <laughs> that one back in. haircut. <laughs> He's had it for a while now, hasn't he? He's told me he's growing it out. Growing it out, yeah. 2-0 out of Manchester City. Uh, Jesus has scored the second one. 
Yeah, he's sticking with it, Cody Cut Stevens. I wonder what will turn up with him pre-season. There's always a few Rio de Silveroy's experiments, doesn't he? Uh, when you know, there's a few whenever you come back from pre-season. I think Rio can pull it off though. Yeah, he's, right. a, he's got a fashion brand, doesn't he? He's got a clothing range, all of that. He's a stylish man. Yeah, exactly. Great looking bloke. Bob, <laughs> the haircut, Josh. I'm not having it. <laughs> now, uh, it's at the back again uh, for Bromsgrove Sporting, who still very much in control of this game, even at nil-nil. It's been very settled performance so far by them. Hitchin just growing into it so far. Jack Green this time just chips it straight back to Ollie Taylor. And it, 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 it's got the feel of a last game of the season with nothing to play for, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, I can't really blame it because I think both teams have been looking at relegation and been worrying. So the, it's probably nice to play with a bit of you know, stress-free yeah. for, for the first time. It's a bit of a walking football time. at the moment. And yeah, Michael, Shane Morris is the only game Hitchin have to really consolidate and as you say, have the pressure off their shoulders. Malachi yeah. Black now up against the former Luton man, Matthew Barnes-Homer, who <laughs> you might be getting a selfie with after. Luton legend. Yeah, a couple of seasons there. 74 appearances uh, for the Hatters early in his career. He's now at his 28th club, uh, the striker. 28th senior club. And Goddard now taking it just into Hitchens half. And yeah, this is very slow at the moment. Slow and steady, though, for both sides. Kettle taking it forward. Nobody wanted to risk any injuries that might impact their summer holidays. And yeah, and you, you don't blame them, as you say. You know, and maybe it is a good chance to you know get these kids on and show what they can do. You know, both teams I think would be content with a point that might move them up a bit. You know, in the league, it will, might well do for Hitchin, depending on the Barwell and Nuneaton results. But you know, you, you want to put on a show because it's a good crowd, and you want to put a show on a show for some of these fans. Yeah, hundred percent. I do think it is important, though. You know. We haven't got anything to play for now, apart from that 16th place I think we can move up to. But to get the young lads on, yeah. it's, it's big for them. The squad know, is so stretched now as well, really. You know, yeah. James Peters out due to COVID. Kieran Jones face a fit, a failed a fitness test. Lewis Barker uh, suspended for the third and final game of his ban. You know, Dan Webb struggling with injuries, as is Steve Gleeson. So, you know, we are a bit light on our feet. We've had a lot of departures this season, you know. More outgoings than incomings. Laurie Marsh, Alex Marsh, Dan Ackerween, Sam Haneke. I can name so many. And... You know, we haven't always replaced them well. And that's where Jake Hutchinson has been so effective in coming in and might well have just kept things afloat for the Canaries with his 14 goals. And I'm sure he'll be looking to add to that tally. But at the moment, it's all Bromsgrove. Goddard now. A lot of freedom on the edge of the box, taking on Stan Georgie, beating him, playing it through now into Perkins. Gets the ball across. Oh, it's hit the post. It's hit the side of the post and fudded behind for a goal kick. Great opportunity there. It's the closest they've come so far. No chance for Horlock. No, I think he, he knew it wasn't going in. Yeah, he did clip the outside <laughs> of the post. He rifled it, though, really. Uh, Perkins to come forward. Gets I, I first think of the season. would have had to be something special to have beaten yeah. Chess from there. Um, all, all Church nil, Royston won. So at the moment, Rushton and Diamond sealing that final playoff spot. There we go. Someone was parked their car in the wrong place. <laughs> hopefully it's not me. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully not. I'll have to shout out Marek as well. The... There were actually some cones laid out for his normal parking spot, and he, he's not here today, so hopefully that'll make him feel even more guilty. The first time we've had that kind of treatment, but... I wonder why they wouldn't have parked up. where yeah. <laughs> They'll keep it free, I'm sure. They'll wish him to come back as Papula now. Finally, oh. an attack for the Canaries. He's just over to Silver's head. He'll be able to keep it in, though. Uh, down the left-hand side, Papula making a run in. He gets the cross in to Silver, headed away there by Toby Rays, and it can be brought forward now by uh, Joseph Willis. Sprinting over the halfway line, he's going to engage with Jack Green. Just goes on to 
his right foot into the middle along the halfway line. Watford are now pulled one back. It's Stourbridge to Colville nil as well. So Colville, no momentum for them now going into the playoffs. I've heard from, well, the Peterborough manager as well. We had a chat with him on Monday. He said the Colville are the team everyone wants to play against as they get to that playoff final. So even though they are third in the table, it looks like everyone fancies their chances against them. It's Tamworth 1, St Ives nil uh, as well. And I think we all owe Tamworth a big hug at the end of this season <laughs> too after Thursday. Now Owen McKeon scoring a hat-trick in that one too as the shot comes in again on the edge of the box this time by uh, Joshua Keane and that one's uh, up over and away and it is still nil now starting in midfield today Keane who can also play uh, at left back. So do get your messages in if you're listening in at Cardi Freddy or at Josh Mollison on uh, Twitter to get in touch if you want to shout out. Uh, it's still goalless so far. Uh, not the best game we've seen this season, but certainly not the worst. So I've seen a few, uh, few bad ones. A few half chances for yeah for um, Bromsgrove, but other than that, we haven't really looked like creating much at the minute. Yeah, it is a surprise to be fair to see Bromsgrove where they are, you know, in the league coming into this one. You know, sixteenth uh, uh, at the moment, and you know they're a team that could easily be higher up, but they've not really had a settled squad off in this season. It hasn't always worked out. The change of management with. Uh, Bren Kelly stepping aside at the, the start of the season. Uh, Gavin Hurran came in. He's actually missing this game due to COVID. He might well be listening in as well. Uh, so, swishing him a speedy recovery. Silver takes it down the edge of the box again on the left. And he's won well a corner there. for Hitchin this time. So, finally, a bit of relief on Hitchin's defence and a chance to attack. He's done very well there to bring that down and win something. De Silva's going to leave it for Cody Cotsevens. He's the person making things happen at the moment. Uh, Maria Silva, have you got any mates listening in? Surely you've advertised just, this around a little bit. I was just having a look to see if I have. I, I don't know. <laughs> Keeping it quiet. Cody got Stevens the corner then. It's down by the Canary corner on the far side. And the club shop is not a great delivery. It's headed away at the near post easily by Joshua Dugmore. Cleared up and away, but Malachi Black underneath it. Alex Brown calls for it. Good header away. But now it could be a counter-attack on for Bromsgrove Sporting. And a reminder as well, you will be able to listen to back to this commentary. We do record them all and it will be uploaded as a Canary Club podcast. So if you miss any of the action, you want to share it with your mates or whatever, let people know about it. It will be up uh, sometime tomorrow, hopefully, uh, as well our interviews after with uh, Mark Burke. And hopefully Dan Webb too, uh, as Keener brings it down again. Out to the right-hand side uh, this time with uh, Toby Rayson. He's on loan from Hereford as well, of course, National League uh, North side. It's going to be a shot from range here, straight into Josh Papula, I think it was. That's going to sting, but Jack Green can now bring it away. And you do feel, as they play it down the right, maybe do we need a back five? You know, could we maybe commit a little bit more going forward? But Bromsgrove have attacked well, to be fair. No, I think we're limiting Bromsgrove to half chances, 30-yard shots, etc. Josh Collicott-Stevens headband to come off again. Oh, he's got to sort that out. I know, honestly, I know. <laughs> Got to get a tighter one, surely. Or just, or just shave his head. <laughs> Ball in now, played back to Perkins, and now they might be able to break forward if Jonathan uh, Letford, but again, Alex Brown recovering, and his mate Malachi Black there helping him out, taking it onto the right, and clearing on his weaker foot as well, up towards Kai Teal. Pula was in there as well. Muted appeals for free kick and then Jack Green with another great header away. He's not the tallest as well, so he was using Perkins for elevation as Brown's still down in the box and Perkins now takes it through. Nice bit of space here for uh, Barnes Homer to work with and now there's a chance uh, for Doug Moore on the right of the box. But again, De Silva back there tracking back Barnes Homer again. They're into the box uh, along the floor. 
It was a pass. I thought he was going to go for goal, but he tried to square it. Didn't quite work out, though. Hitchin are able to clear. And now Jake Hutchinson again. Down the right. Good tackle, though, this time by Toby Raisin. No joy for Jake Hutchinson. And now it's worked well again for Jordan Goddard. And again, Stan Georgie clears, and he takes a couple of touches, a couple of keepy-ups there for <laughs> smashing that one away. Might well be, yeah, Hutchinson now. Out to the right, looking for Kai Teal. Oh, and Teal have given up the chase. That's a bit of a shambolic piece of football there because they tried to play it through. It bounced nowhere near but Kai Teal. The defender completely misjudged it, and Teal had given it up already. He could have, have got in. there in the Would end. Would have been in on goal. So maybe that's why you keep playing, and he'll know that. He's down in front of us now, but Alex Brown again's receiving some treatment. So not a good sign. He's been working hard so far, but the physio's out there with him. And a few players are just going to get a drink. So Hitchin just growing into the game. You can tell the smiles on some of their faces. You know, they're still enjoying the fact that they are indeed staying up, and you know they can have a bit of a kick about in this one. And I think Mark Burke, he won't be too too stressed as well, will he? Surely. Um, to be fair, I think Burke does want to finish in the the highest position possible. But like you say, the stress of the relegation's gone now. So. Mm boys can play a little bit more. How well has Berkey done this season, do you think, You know, considering where he were and the challenges Hitchin have faced? Um, I think he's done an unbelievable job. 100% um, the right man for the job. Mm -hmm. sort of back in all, the, all day long. I think yeah. he's done unbelievable. Because there was that 6-1 to Needham, wasn't there? And he, he genuinely considered in our yeah. interview with him, you know, I might stand down. Luckily, he took time to think about it and he, mm. he steered the ship and look, it might look like we survived by you know a, a technicality or something, but as I said to Josh before we went on air, if Kings Langley actually moved from our league at the start of the season, so if they'd have stayed, we'd be even further away from the relegation zone, so you can kind of take that into account as well. And at the end of the day, the rules are that, you know, rules are rules. We're not getting relegated. It's as simple as that. We're staying up as Hutchinson tries to play it back into Cody Cut-Stevens. I do think with Burks as well, like, you look at the young squad that he's, mm. he's trusting these young players that not a lot of managers would do, I don't think, at this level. Um, Shot comes in now, wide of the mark. It was Matthew Barnes, owner, uh, taking the touchdown on the right in the penalty area and just uh, smashing it wide. He's been the one most likely, you know, creating chances and showing all of his experience. I think he's a handful up top, big boy, isn't he? Yeah, so he is. The ex-Luton man knows these parts well. As Cody got Stephen still sorting out his hair, Josh. Oh, there's a shock, honestly. <laughs> there's a shock. Even on even on coaches to away games as well, he's sitting there making sure it's okay. Oh no, honestly. A few more scores coming in. How about this? Rushton nil, Nuneaton one. Needham nil, Banbury one. So Banbury reaching that 100 point mark. Colville pulled one back against Stourbridge, and it's Barwell one, Hensford three as well. Um, but with Nuneaton winning, that's a shame for Hitchin, isn't it? Because it means we stay exactly where we are. Um, but Rushton and Diamond can still slip out of that final playoff spot too. Uh, but I think at the moment, Ulfchurch uh, are losing to Royston Town. So Rushton just hanging on at the moment. So a few nerves and a few upsets, as you always see on the final day. Now Hutchinson down the right on the edge of the box in front of all the yellow and green. In that fish ponds road end. Now Teal getting away from the left back, ball. chipping in towards the silver on the back post. Good agility. Oliver Taylor coming out there, claiming the ball, and he'll look to start a counter attack uh, nice and quickly. Dropped Finally, a bit. Well there. Yeah, he has. Finally, some attacking intent from the Canaries. Steve Corley's done superb there to bring the ball down and slip Jake into the channel. Mm. 
He's done very well. Now, now Chaz is down injured. What's going on? Yeah, he has. It's not the 86th minute, is it? So, a bit of a surprise to see, but the physio is going to come on. That will allow Hitchin to get a break. Uh, we have got Newcastle's number one fan, Bob Robinson, in front of us. Uh, I've got a score update from Carroll Road. Norwich nil, Newcastle 1. So, <laughs> a bit of relief for him, but they're, they're flying now, aren't they? The Geordies, they're going to be okay. Uh, he's celebrating anyway. And, and both teams will go over and get a drink. So 36 minutes in here, Josh. Nil-nil, uh, uh, all very easy going at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, no, I don't think either side's really caused any problems as such. Like I said, Bromsgo have had a few half chances. We've had a couple that could have dropped maybe, but I'm still going 4-0 here, Still going, yeah. Be a, a crazy second half, hopefully, if that was, <laughs> that was to happen. Ten minutes to go uh, until half-time here. Um, yeah, Mark Burke also talked about the Thursday night, you know, the events of the Tamworth game. He said, we trained on Thursday night. News came through that Tamworth were leading Beaglesway 3-0 at half-time. This made training more relaxed, and in the clubhouse afterwards, all the players stayed to hear the final score. There was a mixture of relief and jubilation, and we were safe from relegation. It was the same in my house, too, uh, as well. And maybe that's why Stan got worse trainer. He was just enjoying it too much. Were you there at all? You know, did you watch training and... Have there been any shocking performances to get worse trainer? I like to think, hopefully, it's quite a hard decision, but, you know, someone's got to stand out. Well, you see how it works. So there'll always be like a mini sort of game at the end, a mm. small-sided game. And the losing team, you could have the worst performance. As long as you win that game, you yeah. cannot be voted. <laughs> so the winning team will always vote for the losing team. So yeah. normally the worst trainer doesn't get it. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, because I've never had it. So in the three never or four on the years, buzz line no, here. I don't think I'd fit, to be fair, but... I wonder how they came up with that idea anyway. It just changed, to be fair, the outfit changes. Does yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a French made outfit once. I don't want to think about who wore that. <laughs> Perkins now down the left. And it's by the corner flag. He's got a throw in. And yeah, it is, I think it's, had, it's a good one for you to make your commentary debut on, Josh. It's been yeah. very, very slow and steady so far. And, you know, not much to, to sing and dance about, really. But here is the throw in then for Dominic Perkins in this final match of the season. Final one, we've covered on HTFC Radio. We've done every single home game. It's the start of pre-season now uh, on HTFC Radio. As they try and get across in here. Bromsgrove, Charlie Horlock has to be quick, and he is. Done well, that. Coming out off his line. He'll be really, you know, wanting to get a clean sheet here to end the season on the high, Charlie Horlock. Yeah, come off his line quick. We actually call him Catman. Catman, yeah. Because yeah. he's like a cat and he has a weird obsession with cats. Does he? Has, yeah. he, got, has he got any? He, he does own a cat, yes. What's, Every, it, what's called it called? Luna. Luna, that's a nice Shout name. out Luna the cat. Shout out Luna the cat. As De Silva Ooh. goes for goal from range. And that one is a long way wide and not challenging the goalkeeper. And we will remain uh, at nil. No, I'm liking all the information we're getting here. Yeah, there's a few um, leaks that's coming out. You know, yeah, I think time. we might have to stick around a bit at half time to, <laughs> just to talk through you know, all of these players and... As long as we keep it family friendly, but yeah, Charlie, he does it all his psychology as well, doesn't he? And yeah. I know he does all that at the academy. Has, has that had any kind of impact this season? As the ball's been thrown on, it almost rolls into the goal. Um, I think someone had kicked it on anyway. But um, to be fair, with the psychology, Chaz, he does it. He's very heavily involved with the college boys. Mm. He's superb at what he does. Um, helped me personally taking on the information. I think he's he's done a few sessions with the first team as well. I think he's mm. helped the lads. Um, does it all off of his own back. Yeah. Like, doesn't expect anything in return. He, just class like that. Yeah, he absolutely is. As the ball comes over again, Kai Teal lets that one go, and it's out for another hitch and throw in for for Jack Green to take. 
Well, which Hitchin players have impressed you so far? Who's been standing out because it's all been a bit flat at the moment? Uh, I think Josh has done well. Josh Papulo, midfield. Mm. The two um, Joshes in there, aren't Yeah, yeah. I think, I think to be fair, Josh's energy that he brings when he's pressing and... Mm. Um, I think Brownie's done well, a few good recovery runs. I mean, to be fair, I think it's been solid across the board. There's not really yeah. much much to, to talk about. But Thrown here by Jack Green, looking to flick it on. It bounces out again as Barwell pull another one back. It's 3-2 now to Hensford oh, wow. uh, up in Leicestershire. So, great game there. It's a weave up for Barwell because they had a new 3G pitch being laid at the start of the season. So, they had about 20 away games in a row. And then the rest of the season has all been played at home. But it's not quite worked for them. And that's got to be hard as a side, really, to be... All of those away ones, and then all of the home games on there, you know, on a new 3G pitch yeah. as well. And I know a lot of players aren't really the biggest fan of playing on 3G too. And nah, I'd much rather a nice grass yeah. pitch. <laughs> pitch and top field looking great again, isn't it? And it does look good. The ground staff nearly, yeah, nearly finished well. for the year. As McGrath takes the throw in on the near side over Jack Green's head, but Georgiou deals with it. And now Bromsgrove can look to break with the strength of Jordan. Uh, Letford, who moves it wide now up to uh, Joshua Dugmore. Dugmore down the right-hand side, Papula coming across. Playing it through, and there's a shot for handball here. Some kind of we'll foul, and the we'll assistant referee it. has given it, so uh, it will be a throw-in for Hitchin. We've got five minutes to go until half-time. It's still uh, goalless in this one, but how about this for a stat then? Uh, the last time Hitchin did play uh, Bromsgrove at home, it was in 2019, Dan Webb scored a last-minute equaliser. It's got to be written in the stars, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, I would love for that to happen. Oh, it would be incredible. And out of all the goals he scored as well, well, he called retirement a difficult decision, uh, but a necessary one, speaking to the uh, club's website. And he said he hadn't thought any further into the future apart from his summer holidays. I think <laughs> a lot of us have this year, to be fair. Everyone, I know... You were telling me about your plans for the summer before we went on there. <laughs> Both yeah. of us going to different parts of America in a couple of months' time. For different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. There's going another throw in for, for Joshua Dugmore, the 19-year-old. Played for Everton and Birmingham City at under-18 level, did Dugmore, and played every game this season in the league. And now they can bring it forward up and over the uh, halfway line here. Norwich nil, Newcastle 2 now. Lovely. Joe Linton scoring. And... Here's Dominic Perkins getting the cross Ooh. in. Big header and Charlie Hall gets to scamper across his line. It was a good effort. It was almost on the edge of the box as well. That man moving across yeah, his goal again. Easy enough. Keeper, yeah. Plays like a cat. Loves his cat. There you go. Always going to stick. Yeah. Now Teal down the right. Almost a chilly afternoon now at top field. And there's a poor ball there from De Silva. And Teal, oh, off the ball as well. Jumping into him. Eddie got that all on camera as well. To be fair to Kai Till, there's a high five between the two of them. And Perkins is just getting stuck in. But it's one of those, because it's off the ball, it doesn't look yeah. great. I'm always surprised, a, a surprised us, Kai's yeah. taken that so well, to be fair. But he's a very, you know, he's a calm man. He, Dion Sembi-Ferris of Peterborough spent all game on Monday trying to wind him up. And Kai just laughed in his face. It was brilliant. But to be fair, that did look like it could have been a free kick. Him knocked off the ball there. Now Steve Corley bringing it down. Finding Papula. Hutchinson had uh, run offside. And there wasn't really any option there for the youngster Papula to, uh, to go with. Dougwell plays it through now. Another chance potentially for Barnes-Homer who lays it off. Shot comes in. It's deflected behind for another corner. We're into the last couple of minutes of this first half now as it's Needham nil. Banbury 2. Rushall nil. Lowest off 1 as well. So at the moment Biggleswade at uh, rock bottom of the table. Lowest off looking to, to finally get a bit of joy out of what's been a very tough season for them. 
We've got two minutes left here. Yeah. Uh, at Hitchin. Get into the half-time, nil-nil. Yeah, they'll be happy with that. Yeah. Bromsgrove being the better of the two sides. I think going forward, Hitchin, you know, as much as they've shored up the defence this season, attack has been the issue. I think teams have, well, touched on that because the ball's come in, headed up and over uh, by the captain, Joel Kettle, who's looking for a sick for the season, actually. And I think teams have kind of done their homework on Jake Hutchinson now. They've kind of worked him and Steve Corley out and mm. how to defend against them. And Hitchin just don't have the options, really, to change things up. I think you've got to do your homework on him now. Mm. He's scoring 14 goals. I think it was 14 and 14 yeah, 40, at one point. Yeah, it? and it was the same with Stead as well, wasn't it? It yeah. was, we're going to drop back. You know, we're going to not let him counter-attack at all. And maybe, you know, things coming to a natural end for Hutchinson and Hitch. And, of course, go back to Colchester, won't he, at the end of, end of the season. Yeah. And But what, what a service he's done. He's been fantastic this season. And yeah, no, he has, to be fair. Done really well. Also, be a couple of players, you know, there might be interest from elsewhere. As much as we hate to say it, you know, the likes of Kieran Jones have been on trial at, you know, clubs of a higher level as the ball comes bouncing out. As Kai Deal will have to throw in. He's supposed to be a goalie, though. Yeah, Nathan Godfrey, isn't it? The two goalie friends there. And, yeah, Did that's poor reflexes. Georgie chests it down. Georgie along to Malachi Black now into the final 30 seconds of a fairly non eventful first half. Seen a couple of free kicks over. We had a. Uh, an overhead kick that ended in tears, really collapsing in the middle of the box there. But he, after scuffing it wide, Hitchin have had very little really to go with. Rio de Silva's looked lively. He's been playing everywhere really, right wing, left wing, you know, in the centre now. But Hutchinson and Corley have barely had a touch. There's Malachi Black now, chips one over, looking for Alex Brown here. He almost gets a touch on that one. He was through on goal uh, as well. The left back, so it's just trying to check, try something different there. But I think that's going to be just about that for the first half. Two minutes added on. Yeah, we did have a couple stoppages. I can see Lewis Barker's in there in the dugout. He's managed to get in there, and and as we said earlier, luckily nobody's too annoyed at him. <laughs> it could have been very different. Yeah, hundred percent. I think at the time there was a few people that were quite annoyed at him. Would have been a long coach <laughs> journey home for him, wouldn't it? But. Yes. Bromsgrove try and go one the lap here at the end of the first half but no that ball's just gone behind I think and it's going to be a uh, goal kick Callum Ellis who was here for the first half here earlier on he said let's try and break the curse tuning in every time he tunes in something bad happens to Hitchin so let's see if we can change that around thank you for Callum to listening in We've got decent numbers today considering how many people are actually here in the ground which always means there are going to be less tuning in of course we're not going to come anywhere near the record we have a 480 when Luton are here in pre-season we have people from all over the place but of course, it is a long journey down for Bromsgrove fans. There's always people who can't make it as well. As Charlie Horlock steps up for the goal kick. Should be one of the last actions of uh, this first half. Still very much goalless at top field. As, uh, McGrath chests it down. Hitchin chip it away. Looking for Corley. Good header by Perkins. And now Kai Teal taking it forward. Good skill. The last touch comes off uh, Michael McGrath as well. The recent signing last month. And... Jack Green is going to try and wind up a long throw in to try and grab a goal at the end of this first half. He needs to throw it and then run in the box and head it. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get on the end of his own ball. So Green standing over it. De Silva and Teal, Cooley all there as well. De Silva gives it back to Jack Green. Again onto his left foot trying to get across in. It's going to fall for Hutchinson. On the edge of the box, heads it back across. Almost wasn't a bad move in the end. And that is going to be half time. It's 0-0, uh, 45 minutes left of this Southern League season for both Hitchin Town and Bromsgrove Sporting. And I think if you, the curtain went down on it now, I don't think anyone would be too annoyed. It is uh, all square uh, at half-time. And Josh, final thoughts on this first half? 
Ah, I thought it was, like I say, it's been um, a bit of a dead half, if you like. Like No one's really caused any problems. I think they've had a few half chances. Um, probably look like the better side going forwards. Don't know whether that's due to the service that we're putting in the box, but you know, hopefully second half will come out and uh, nick, a, nick, a, nick the four goals that I need for my <laughs> Yeah, well, I hope you haven't put any money on that because Hitchin have not really looked like going forward uh, <laughs> no. much today. But, you know, it's another change defence uh, and they have certainly done well. Well, I think the main event of this second half might be uh, Dan Webb coming off the bench for however many minutes he needs uh, to get that 400 for Pirates in his final game. Dan Webb announcing his retirement uh, for the Canaries uh, yesterday stepping out of football uh, for good after this game it's going to be sad to see him go and um, we might well be seeing that in the second half so half time here uh, is nil nil now we recently spoke to uh, Jake Hutchinson and Jack Green for a pre-match interview it's the only content I can come up with today um, so here they are um, well it was supposed to just be Jake Hutchinson about signing a contract essentially to the end of the season and guess who walked in on it Jack Green uh, have a listen here Right, Jake Hutchinson, um, new contract till the end of the season. Are you happy to be here? Yeah, yeah, definitely happy to be here till the end of the season. Um, obviously, been here for a few months now, and um, just looking forward to like keep going on the run that I am with goal scoring and trying to do what I can to take us out of the bottom three. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean. From even from last season, I mean, you you were sort of one of our top boys, and you've really, really have sort of helped uh, helped Hitchin sort of progress, you know, in these dark times. What is it about Hitchin? What what attracted you to the club? Um, obviously, the first time I come here, just got a call off of co one of the coaches at Colchester. He knew Berkey, so um, he said that I know the manager, and it's a great club. Like, do you want to go and give it a go? So obviously, I was all for it. Um, and then obviously the first time coming here the boys in the changing room were just like a great bunch um, like straight away and then obviously the season got done ended with Covid and then start of this season um, when I got asked actually about midway through the season it was a no brainer really to come back because obviously knowing Berkey and the boys know it would be a great club to come back to even though Hitchin are struggling this season, just about in the relegation zone, have you enjoyed this spell a little bit more than the first time around, just because you have been banging the goals in? Uh, yeah, yeah, it has been nice um, to come in and feel like feel like my goals have lifted the team sort of from a from bottom of the table when I came to now just being out of the relegation zone. Like, to feel like I've done quite a lot for the club in the short time I've been here has been... Um, really good thing to do yeah I mean uh, earlier on when you was here you, you had a wonderful combination with uh, with Callum Stead and, and you earned the HTFC radio of uh, Steadsky and Hutch um, I don't know if you was aware of that one yeah. but uh, of course uh, Callum Stead's taken off now do you find that same sort of rapport building with with anybody else at the club um, yeah I think obviously um, Bago's pointing at himself there but me, <laughs> no definitely not me, me and Steve Cawley me and Steve Cawley I think have always had a good um relationship even the first time I came here started playing with him towards the like end of that season and I think we have a good relationship in that he's very much wanting to get the ball to feet and hold the ball up which allows me to just like run towards goal and try and score as many as possible so I think definitely Steve Cooley is the main one. With Callum said obviously leaving for Kettering you lost that partnership did you feel any kind of more pressure on you to keep scoring once he left? Um yeah, because obviously he got a lot of goals when he was here and obviously before I came back he was sort of the main man again up front. Um, so it's sort of him going, sort of going back to being the only one, one of the only like goal scorers that have 
like here um, along with Steve and the others that, like brownie penalties but um, yeah I think there was a bit of pressure to carry on scoring obviously after the first game of Stourbridge getting a hat-trick to carry on scoring and then after uh, Cal went after the St Ives game I think it was I know St Albans which obviously got two in the St Ives and assisted me for both ones in the St Albans game I think it was always going to be tough but I feel like I've done well to carry it on is there anything that frustrates you about the way Hitchin Town play? <laughs> um, that's tough, that is. I think that's a dig at me. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get yeah. it next. <laughs> yeah, Bago could uh, get up and down a bit more. but um, well, He's getting on it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think, I think obviously we're quite direct and I think that plays into mine and Steve's hands because um, obviously he's very good in the air wins his flick-ons obviously last week got both the assists and my goals um, so I really like playing with him and the way we play into him and that allows me to play off of him I think is uh, really good and we've got to talk some teammates as well while you're here we've got a couple of questions about you know who you're with in the dressing room who's your best mate at the club oh <laughs> Best mate at the club. No Nobody by the sound I, of things. I, I feel like oh, everybody. <laughs> whenever we go out and do um, for the warm up, like sort of getting little groups and pass the ball around me and um, me, Steve Cawley and Alex Brown, mm. are all normally in a little group doing passes there. Um, so I'd probably say those two are definitely up there but I think everyone I think we've got a great bunch and everyone sort of mixes with everyone I don't think there really is any little groups Who gets on your nerves the most then? Oh definitely Bago <laughs> Some of the things that come out of his mouth are just I, I, don't, I can see where you're coming from as yeah. well he's standing right next to us for the whole course of this interview and I can already tell he's just got that presence about him hasn't he? Yeah, yeah but no um, I think I just have to say Bago just because he's here there's not really anyone that gets on my nerves um, in the team, to be honest. They're all a great bunch. Absolutely. I'm going to turn my attention over to you now, Beggs. Um, right, so uh, you, you've, you've been out, a couple of injuries and stuff, and, and um, Stan George, who's come in for your place, do you see him as a big threat of nicking your place? I think he's unreal. He's a 17-year-old lad. He's, he's got such a, an old head, um, and that includes his personality as well. He, he, it's like Mr. a 40-year-old. It yeah. is Mr. Raisin. <laughs> 40-year-old in a 17-year-old's body. But, nah, he's, he's come in and done ledge, to be fair. I 100% think he should be starting, whether that be centre-back or right-back. I'd have no qualms in being dropped for someone like him. The way he's played when he's come in, he's grabbed it with both hands and run with it. Absolutely. And, uh, OK, uh, we've, we've, we've got a, a new player coming in, as you're probably all aware. Uh, do you see him getting a start today? don't really know Berkey's plans on what formation we're going to go with, whether we'll stick to a four or we'll go to a five. Obviously, um, it depends on the day what he's going to go for. Because I think we can turn over the big sides. We do it mm. quite frequently. So I don't know what his plans are going to be. Could come in and get a few minutes, half hour, could come in and start. Well, you missed the Chesson game, which wasn't maybe the greatest game we've ever seen. Hutch, I know you had a couple of chances saved by a very good keeper. Um, how are you looking to bounce back today? Uh, yeah, just keep doing what I'm doing. I know we ain't we don't create a real hand for the chances but um, I think it's just got to stay focused and just know that if you're going to get at least one chance in the game and you just got to make sure you take it and I think that's what I've done in previous games where I've got one maybe two chances um, scoring I think I've done well in taking them so I think that's the main focus just keep putting yourself in the positions and the ball will eventually fall to you. Greeny, do you prefer a back four or a back five mate? <laughs> 
Uh, it depends who's, who's the fool, because if you've got Webby, sometimes he's getting a bit on now, so, <laughs> so he needs a bit of cover, but... Uh, no, to be fair, I'm, I'm easy with, with either. With the five, you've got the security and the licence for me to go forward and not really have to worry. Not that I go forward too much. That's, no, Brown, that's Brownie's job. Like We're like a lopsided. Brownie goes forward <laughs> and I, I sit there as a four still. But, yeah, I don't mind. Either. I like if you just stolen in here. We were just going to talk to Hutch about his contract extension. Now we're talking to a player who's been injured the last couple of weeks. That's and why Hutch Just yeah, bounced yeah. over <laughs> it, yeah. All the limelight's been... Um, been taken away. Um, we are going to ask you though, Jake, because obviously you've got a bit of a footballing family. You met your um, your dad on Tuesday. How supportive has he been with you coming to Hitchin and with Berkey as well? Um, yeah, definitely like really supportive. Obviously, he come come and watch quite a few of the games when I was here in my first spell. And I think after my reports of what the changing room was like and what he saw on the pitch, I think when the opportunity came up again to come back, I think he was definitely all for it. And I think it was the main one both of us said going out and playing more men's football would be better than playing 23s football at Colchester so I think that was the main thing that we said to each other and he's just been really supportive and still drives up it's a three hour drive from Eastbourne some days so um, for him to drive up to watch most of the games is just obviously shows his support yeah exactly I mean um Listen, we know you're a gooner, and that's uh, and that's why you're sort of very, very big and bold with HGFC Radio. But uh, Arsenal have got a guy, Oriol Hutchinson, on the bench today. Any relation? <laughs> no, no. Obviously, I've seen him there, but no relation. Not that I, I know of. Um, <laughs> might have to do a background check, but I don't think there's any relation there. No. Yeah, because you got your brother who was at Derby's academy, and then he's moved on to Crawley um, as well. So obviously, he's kind of done a similar thing from you, transitioning into men's football. Will do you kind of keep in touch with him after every game? Keep tabs on how each other are doing? Yeah, yeah, always um, back in the changing room after the game, straight on Twitter to see if he's played, scored, assisted, mm. um, just to see what he's done. And um, but yeah, definitely, I think it's been. I think we because when I was at Colchester he was at Southend it's not too far away we got quite close over that period because we sort of managed to see each other once a week at least and do things that you wouldn't do with like teammates and that just a bit of a family bond um, so no I think it's been I think I try and keep like as close as I can to him Who's got more goals this season? <laughs> Me no. he, he, uh, He's not in the best goal scoring form at the moment but I think when he was at Southend he scored numerous goals for 23s every week and I think he's got that in him to um, go go and do that again So when you're not saving Hitchin from relegation how do you pass the time of day Jake? What's your hobbies? <laughs> um, obviously when the weather's like it is today I try and get out and play some golf I'm going to play golf tomorrow so that's uh, um, one of the best pastimes for me because you can just get out of the house for 3-4 hours and just sort of forget about football um, but I don't know I get a lot of free time after training at Colchester so just a lot of Xbox and watching football really Excellent Greeny what are you up to away from the pitch I'm not even sure I want to know but <laughs> Mind you you're just going out and getting steaming <laughs> in the non-league diet <laughs> Exactly well there's one academy player and one non-league player and they've answered the question with very different answers um, I think Arsenal just gone 1-0 up yeah, Hutch as well so a good chance to ask do you kind of model your game on any player any particular striker catches your eye um, oh I'm not too sure I haven't really I had this question a few years back at Colchester and a few of the coaches I was in quite a rich fame form scoring at Colchester at that time and they said Harry Kane mm. obviously when we, he was scoring regularly in the Premier League um, but I don't know obviously he's a 
great striker and someone I have looked up to with his goal scoring ability so probably just him really um, don't really mirror my game off of anyone I try and be as sort of unique as I can really Sure, I mean, with the modern game as well, you notice, I mean, I, I do fantasy football and I, and I notice that the strikers aren't really scoring a lot. You know, the, most of the goals seem to be coming from the midfield. I mean, has that affected you at all? Um, no, I don't think so. I think, um, obviously, there's more midfielders that are probably getting a bit bored of just sitting in midfield, not doing a lot, trying to get their goals. And um, I think that's good for them. Obviously, it helps the team if midfielders can chip in with a few goals. But I still think striker is the main goal scorer and that's what I've tried to do since I've been back here and um, just trying to carry it on yeah I yeah. think that's a proper number nine isn't it Freddie yeah exactly there <laughs> um, Greeny Hutch here to the end of the season happy with that always just means that he can chase down my long balls yeah and the headers as well yeah the big long headers he expects that now so it's good yeah <laughs> so a part of the framework now and we're expecting nearly 800 fans again here at top field i mean the attendances have been pretty incredible this season how how do you you know how does that help you in welcome back to hcfc radio for the final time of this 2021 uh, 22 season it's hitching nil uh, Bromsgrove sporting nil at half time it's a very well I've, I suppose Josh end of season games they're either five all or kind of nil nil aren't they there's either a lot happening or or very little and this one is going to be the latter I think yeah I think it depends where what end of the table you're at <laughs> if you're uh, you've been in that relegation scrap I think like we have it's nice just to come out and play without any pressure so um, Bromsgrove obviously been down there as well um, don't think either side are looking to can't get thumped on the last day. No, yeah, neither of them committing too much. Bromsgrove and the better of the first half. So looks like we're going to see no changes so far. But of course, we are expecting uh, Dan Webb to come on hopefully uh, for uh, for the end of the game, at least the last couple of minutes. Um, so a chance for us to talk about it on the first side out. You know, uh, a bit more detail about some of the players. Find out about Charlie Hallett's cat called Luna. Who else? Who else are we going to touch on then? You know, who's who's the biggest character in the squad? I mean, Jack Green's going to be out there, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. I think he's got to be up there, definitely. Um, character's one way to describe him. <laughs> um, yeah, Jack. Uh, yeah, just Jack. <laughs> just Jack, <laughs> just yeah. He's, not, he's in a league of his own. And people have been listening to our interview Jake Hutchinson at half-time. He told us, you know, on his days off, he does golf. Jack Green told us on his days off, he goes out, gets hammered, <laughs> basically. So two very different people. But is Hutchinson, you know, he might have come across a little bit dull, but he's there's surely something going on there, isn't he? Or is he just that academy player, you know, focused on his career? Well, he's very professional in everything yeah, he does. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, he's very professional. Um, I certainly... No, I wouldn't say he's dull. I wouldn't say he's dull. He's dead professional is the word I'd use to describe him. Well, I've had the attendance through. 777 in today. Wow. So a fantastic crowd to, to end the season as Bromsgrove come back out. Uh, for the final time and what you know the crowds have been just fantastic this season I know you spent a bit of time away you know of Ainsbury early this season but what what has it been with Hitchin you know why have we seen such great attendances for a club that are down the wrong end of the table uh, to be honest I think Covid played a big part in it a lot of people um, couldn't you know what, go and watch mm. local teams and that and um, obviously the season's got null and void and I think they just want to go and have a taste and, and I do fully believe that uh, non-league football is the best football to go and watch absolutely absolutely yeah um, we are back underway then last 45 minutes uh, of the 2021-22 season it's been a hard slog for Hitchin at times but they are staying up let's see if they can end it uh, in style Georgie looking to head the ball away here um, Cody got Stevens will bring it down hopefully we'll see a little bit more attacking intent from Hitchin in the second half and here's Steve Corley trying to run through good defending there by uh, Joel Kettle 
the club captain side from Nuneaton in the uh, summer months. And now McGrath can bring it away down the left up towards San Giorgio who heads it away to Kai Till. Can't quite get there, Till, and Steve Gleason. Uh, we'll leave it. Um, Gleason as well, has he still not done his initiation songs? He was supposed to do one <laughs> on the coach uh, on the way back from All Church, but, you know, refused. Managed to stall all the way to Newport Pagnell Services. Um, he keeps himself to himself, doesn't he? There is a loophole. Yeah. So, to sing your initiation song, it says on the fine sheet that we have as There's players. There's a fine, yeah. He um, can afford it, though, can't he? But you it know. does say players signed from 2022. Ah. And he signed in 2021 is his whole argument. Um, Fair enough. Well, well, Jack Green used the excuse that he signed from Colney Heath at the start <laughs> of the season to sing a song. And we were all the worse off for it, especially Terry Barrett at the front of the coach, who the lyrics were kind of directed towards. Um, so, yeah, there's no excuse for him. And, of course, he, if there is a fine, he can get away with paying for it. It's I've a man he's played for Ireland. and I've heard Glee sing. Have you? He is very good at singing. <laughs> Kieran Jones was good, to be fair. It surprised me a little bit. Kieran's got a bit of everything, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. Ball comes over the top here. Hutchinson, a bit of space actually in the halfway line. He can just turn with a little burst of pace, gets away uh, from Joel Kettle this time. He's still going on the right. It's a good sliding tackle in on him though, this time by Michael McGrath. Kai Teal goes back into Jack Green. Green looking to clear. Perkins behind it, and Green gives it away this time. Dominic Perkins there, Letford going forward as well. Here's Keener in support down the left. Keener trying to get the cross in. There was a free kick there in the process, and they'll get one. Uh, on the left-hand side, just about level uh, with the edge of the 18-yard box. So hopefully we'll see some solid defending from the Canaries here of this set-piece. It's still nil-nil at the start of the second half. Hitchin do not want to be losing their final four games of a season. The last time they did that, Bromsgrove Sporting were not even formed. Uh, it was back in 2008-09 with the Canaries ending their season with five consecutive defeats. The Hitchin haven't lost four games in a row since October. Uh, so they do not want to be repeating that. As the free kick comes in, it's arrow towards goal. and Defended well by the Canaries in the end. It just bounces behind for another corner then. So more defending for Hitchin to do. Uh, that was well dealt with, to be fair. It was dangerous ball in. I um, think the boys done, done well. I couldn't quite see who got the... Yeah, there are a few touch. bodies in there. And if I get a chance as well, go for all of some of the Southern League Central scores. There's plenty of interesting football going on. A few upsets around the grounds. And that will have some big permutations, actually, at the end of this season. Uh, so they get ready for the corner here. So be left-footed in-swinger towards the near post. Cordy got Stevens is up and under it to head away. It's going to go... Uh, straight out for another corner, this time again to be taken by uh, Joshua Keener. Player in his uh, fifth season with the club, another left footer. Hitchin kicking from right to left in the second half in there. Yellow and green, all red for Bromsgrove Sporting. Here comes the ball towards Charlie Horlock and that is easy enough for him. Starfish shape in the air, jumping up to claim it, and a good bit of distribution as well. Out to Jake Hutchinson. Hutchinson over the halfway line. Cawley making a run in front of him. Hutch just might go alone here, you know. He tries to slip one oh. through for Kai Teal, who was making that overlapping run from right back. It wasn't quite to be, but it looks like Jake Hutchinson, maybe Mark Boat, just said a word of him at half time. So we want a little bit more you know, from you in this second half. Certainly seems like he's come out with a little bit more energy, doesn't it? Hitchin will be all the better for that really they do need him and they have needed him of course often this season there's Keener he's had a lot of the ball so far he tries to work it on the edge of the box with uh, Barnes Homer Homer across now to Dugmore that's going to beat him and go behind for uh, another goal kick so you know to be fair this is Hitchin's game to go and win now the way Bromsgrove has started oh, 100% <laughs> <laughs> it's the catchphrase yeah. now oh. 
soon as I said e- it. Everyone's going to be listening back and commenting on that. It's, it's always worse when you listen back, to be fair. And I have to say, and I will silence, because, you know, even if you were brilliant, you're still going to get criticised today. <laughs> so, you know, suppose you're used to that as a goalkeeper. You've got to take criticism well. As Horlock gets ready with the goal kick. He almost goes short to Jack Green, realises it's Jack Green and then thinks against it. <laughs> and he's just going to go That's long hard. from his six yard. Oh, we always give Green some stick. Um, his last chance of the season, of course, too, to get man of the match today as De Silva nearly brings the ball down. So a lot of pressure on your shoulders to see if Jack Green has delivered the man of the match performance. He's done well so far, to be honest. Oh, yeah, has done well. Definitely a man of the match we'll, performance we'll, so far. We'll be, in the <laughs> we'll be a contender. That's Berkey subs him off. It is 4-1 now to Manchester City. Uh, Swansea 1, Middlesbrough 1 in the Championship. Birmingham lead Millwall by goal to nil as well. And here is the goal kick then for uh, Charlie Horlock. And a lot of the ball. A reminder of the substitute benches for both sides. Dan Webb, Steve Gleeson and uh, Robbie Burns for Hitchin. To make his first Hitchin appearance since 2018. Recently returning after a break from football. Uh, for Romsgrove, they got the goalie Adam Maruziak, uh, Jamie Wallenew, a promising winger, uh, and Mitchell Canlin, another player who does know how to put the ball in the back of the net. Recently a Woolsall playing League Two football as well, but can't buy himself a start uh, for Bromsgrove this season. Here's the throw in then for uh, Alex Brown, taken into the feet of Rio da Silva. Still da Silva now, trying to play one through. Um, also a question you need to ask as well, as Cody Cott-Stevens plays a 1-2 with the ref, and then goes, goes wide to Kai Teal, into the box. Trying to cut in onto his left foot, still there, Till goes for goal! Good save by Oliver Taylor, the first time the Bromsgrove shortstop has been called into action. It was Kai Teal looking to make things happen there. Is that allowed by the ref? Can you just play on if it hits I think, him? I suppose if it goes back to a hitching man, it didn't really change anything, did it? But great effort by Teal. We know he's got that in his locker. Here's Cody Cotsimas at the corner. First shot on goal for Hitchin, I think, in this one. First shot on target anyway. And they've got everyone back for this, haven't they? Yeah, everyone heading in up there for the Canaries. Cody Cotsimas to take. Needs a good delivery. Goes low into Hutchinson. That set piece. The training ground routine. He's gone for the chip. Or well, Steve Cawley could do it. And Hutchinson <laughs> wasn't far off. The save this time made by Oliver Taylor. And now Bromsgrove will look to bomb forward. Down the right. Ball played through too much on that. Charlie Hall could come out and claim it. Sparwell two hens for four. So a chance really for Hitchin to come and win this one if they can. Um, have, you got any play- have you got any end of season awards lined up? Is there talking of that? Because obviously we haven't had that the last couple of years due to COVID. Are we going to see that this season? That's always a good night. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I guess I'd we like might to have to so, if yeah. the Players' Player Award and all that. I'd like to think there will be. Always a good event. Berkey's PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> always an event. As Hutchinson goes for goal on his left foot this time. It's straight into a man in red. As the sun's come out, but with grey clouds looming over top field. Papula now again, the referee is getting up close to the action. We've seen more and more of that this season. I'm sure you know the refs really getting up close. They don't leave much space a lot of the time. No. And they do get in the way. It's still nil-nil here. We're about ten minutes into the second half. Uh, on HCFC Radio. Uh, for one final uh, commentary uh, this season. Kai Teal's gonna uh, step out, just take this. A free kick. Charlie Horlock directing traffic back there. And the crowd just got a little bit quiet here. A few the fans taking up their position at the Bedford Road end. There's another nice touch from De Silva. Going back down into Alex Brown. Brown finding Corley. Corley back out to De Silva again on the left. 
Alex Brown making the overlapping run. De Silva finds him as well. Brown as a touch, gets the ball in. Too close to the keeper. He was almost taken up by his own man, though. He had Great to be careful. McGrath was in there, yeah. Great delivery. It was low enough for the, to challenge the keeper a little bit. And then Oliver Taylor. Very, very awkward one for the goal. Yeah. Did well there. He's now going to throw it out to Joshua Dugmore. Alex Brown will go over to try and win that one back. It's just dinged nicely over his head, actually. But Caldicott Stevens won't allow any further attacking intent there from... Uh, Joe Willis, player is on loan from Walsall. Loan loan at Leamington earlier this season too. So Alex Brown just waits to get a ball back from the fan and the assistant on our near side lets him know uh, where to take it from. Well, if it is a draw today, I mean Hitchin will have played 41, 10, drawn 10 and lost 20. So nice even numbers to end the season with. But they will be looking for 11th win uh, of the season, which will make look, things look a a whole lot better if they can even just move up one position away from you know that mystery relegation zone anyway that we're not going to be falling down into so there's a good tackle there by Alex Brown he's never stopped working in this one he hasn't all season to be fair as Jordan Goddard plays one along Goddard into uh, number five McGrath this time on the left and now we see Bromsgrove get the you know get the ball down and play a bit more again as they were in the first half a little bit of a shaky start with Kai Teal uh, coming close. Letford now down the left-hand side. Up against uh, Jack Green. Green in there. Perkins as well. They try and switch the ball for Dugmore to bring it down. Nice first touch by him as well. It's been all Bromsgrove at the moment. The ball has not gone out of play for a while. Here is Dugmore on his left foot. Good save. Charlie Horlock. It was a nice height for him, wasn't it? But he tipped it over the crossbar. Yeah, made a good decision there to tip rather than try and catch it. I mean, it was a bit too high. Done really well. Yeah, nice effort there. Dugmore not afraid to use his left foot, cutting in onto his uh, weaker side. And it was a, a good effort there for Charlie Horlock to uh, engage with. It goes behind for uh, a corner. Yeah, so the attendance of 777. And I can only imagine we'll be seeing similar crowds like this next season as well. Hopefully, if you get you know the likes of Stevenage, Luton in pre-season again, we'll get some, get some similar crowds. We have some great ones in pre-season. Always good fun when the sun's out. Sporting have another corner here. It's dinked in up towards the far post. Alex Brown has to think he got a touch in it and heads it away. So Bromsgrove, yes, they will. They will have the throw in. To bounce back after a draw with Stratford, a defeat to uh, Rushton and Diamonds. They're going to take the throw in quickly here. Both sides looking to end the season on a high after fairly disappointing runs of form, to be fair. There's the throw in here. Goes. Hitchens way I think but we're going to need some more treatment for Alex Brown he's been struggling a bit hasn't he yeah I think he took a knock in the first half um, don't think he's really recovered since hopefully it's nothing too serious yeah he will be conscious to get through this game in one piece into into the summer effectively which goes very good really after you know after the last two seasons have been interrupted we finally get through a whole season you know <laughs> we've forgotten what you know what the last day is like and all of this and playoffs relegation Nice to finally get it over with and well may it continue. I think that's Fleece I see. Yeah, warming up. On, really Hasn't played for a while, has he, due to injury? No. But no. be coming on. Um he's done well. You know, Mark Burke's experimented with him at centre back and you know, a midfielder by trade for most of his career, but he's done really well there whenever I've seen him play centre back and I think it suits him down to the ground. Yeah. A lot of that little winning run we had, kind of before the Nun Eating game, you know, he was playing at centre back for all of those, but mm. someone's forgotten the electronic board. <laughs> <laughs> but it is gonna be Alex Brown coming off. We've got the the, the old fashioned method holding up the numbers. So Brown, his season's over then, and Gleason 
will come on, so that'll mean Malachi Black will move across to left back. He'll be quite pleased with that, won't he, Mal? Yeah, left footed player, I think it suits him. A lot better, you know, and but to be fair, a game and a half at centre back, he's done very, very well. 1-0 against Peter, of course, a losing cause. And now Corley brings the ball down. We've barely said his name, but he tries to clip one through for Hutchinson. Not a great delivery, though. It just curls back into the hands uh, of Oliver Taylor again. And he'll try and look to play out from the back. The problems go clearing up and over the top. Jack Green underneath the ball now up against Bartoma. And <laughs> he's one of throwing for Hitchin as well. Do you know, for someone so small, he very rarely gets he, beaten. He uses his body so well, doesn't he? Yeah. He just gets into these positions. And players really struggle coming up against him. Um, yeah, he's got all of the tricks of the trade, hasn't he? Have, have, have you seen his brother play at all? Because he, he's at Royston, and every time he plays Royston, I really hope we're going to see him play, but he's always on the bench. It's like they know that something's going to happen if they <laughs> play each other. I've never seen him play, no. Um, I think from what Jack says, he's got a few injury problems and that, but um, no, I've never seen him play. I don't, don't know him either. So. Hopefully, we'll see it at some point. I'd love to see, just to see what he looks like as well, to be fair. He, he does look similar. Yeah. I do look similar. Here's Perkins on the far side. Russell won lowest off one, so lowest off still uh, going to be bottom of the table unless they can uh, go and better Biggleswade's result. Uh, Fulham lead Bournemouth by a goal to nil in the championship. Of course, Fulham already promoted. As Malachi Black goes over to try and challenge Dugmore. He's had a good game, actually, the 19 year old, but Georgie brings it away down the left. And yes, we may have only played about uh, 59 minutes so far, but everyone's going to be looking at Dan Webb. When's that introduction going to come? It's going to be a really good reception for Webby, as it was actually that guard of honour before the game, a fitting tribute really for him. And we're going to have a ceremony after the game too. No, he deserves it, doesn't he? Absolutely. Black now, just chipping the ball back into Stan Georgiou. Another good game for him, actually. We haven't mentioned Stan Georgiou yet, apart from the Buzz Lightyear outfit. And for a worse trainer, this has been a really good performance once again. He's been incredible this season. Yeah, definitely one to look out for, I think. Um, done really well since he's come in. I don't think he's really put a foot wrong. No. I can't think, of, can't think of anything he's done. Yeah. He's done wrong. He's been uh, unbelievable. Teal now in engaging that, that battle again up against Joshua Kina. Those two... Picked each other out in some ways as De Silva's touch just lets him down there. The ball back in the uh, Bromsgrove defence. Back out now with uh, Dugmore into uh, the number six, John Kettle. The ball back with the goalie uh, Taylor now. And yeah, all very quiet. All uh, Bromsgrove, sorry, very hard to you know to win the ball back against them. And now players like Doug Moore can bring it forward. A very enterprising fullback, but runs straight into Stan Georgiou, and then Steve Gleason clears. He was clipped there as well, and he'll let the referee know what he thinks of that. I'm sure, <laughs> knowing Steve, and Hitchin will have a free kick. Stephen Gleason, the angriest man I've ever met. He is. Yeah, and that's with Lewis Barker in the team. But there's different times of rage, types of rage, aren't there? Gleason is permanently angry. <laughs> I think he, he channels it well. Though. Yeah, it's to oh, be fair. Just the one red card for him this season. Uh, two, two, wasn't it? Two, sorry, two, yeah, yeah, two. Back to back. Yeah. Yeah, very just the one back-to-back. -back <laughs> yeah, they all merge into one. Uh, we're going to see Jonathan Letford replaced here. Jamie Molyneux uh, coming on. Molyneux, former Redditch, Hales Owen, Hereford wing. He's played at step two level before uh, with those sides. Enjoying a decent season as well. He's going to come on uh, for the last hour with Jonathan Letford replaced after a fairly ineffectual performance for the, the winger. It's Charlie Hall that takes the goal kick. Good header down by Cooley. 
who has certainly had a quiet game by his standards. He, but he can just come up with a moment of magic as he finds the silver. He goes for goal, and it looked like it might have just been creeping wide, but the goalkeeper got down and made the save. Out for a corner. Made a chance out of nothing. Really. Yeah, yeah, he did. Really he could do well. that to Silva. All Church 2, Royston 1. So as things stand, All Church slipping into that final playoff spot ahead of Rushton and Diamonds. And I was quite fancying a trip maybe down to Peterborough next week to catch up with my mate Joseph, who does the commentary at Diamonds. That would have been the playoff, but not to be by the looks of things. So very interesting. They are bottling it, really, to use that word. The Rushton and Diamonds. They lost to St Ives on Monday. Now losing to Wolfchurch, of course, have it all to play for as the ball comes in, keeper spills, he's not gathered, shot comes back over by Papula, cleared off the line, it'll fall to Malachi Black who brings it down, chips forward on his right foot towards the Silva, good header away though, now Cooley nodding down, Papula up and over the top. Bromsgrove clear, falls to Malachi Black, he might just have a go, but he's put under pressure quickly to Silva again. A wily box of tricks on the left-hand side, going up against Dugmore. It's a really good battle between those two. Two very good players. The ball's come off Dugmore last. Oh. Corner kick for Hitchin. The fans enjoying that one. The referee and the assistant look like they might have disagreed there, but it is going to be another corner. We're seeing Hitchin grow into this game now. It's been much better from the Canaries in the second half. Oh, definitely. I think we've made a few chances now. Um, Bromsgrove are probably going to back off a little bit. Give us room to play. Hopefully... Yeah, it hopes. We just won a couple of goals in this one to yeah. end the season on a high. However, it goes. 62 minutes gone here. Another corner. It's going to be Cody Cook Stevens again. Raises one arm in the air and then sends it towards the back post. And, well, oh, Georgie was running in and flattened the keeper in one way or another. And they do look to counter quickly. And Oliver Taylor smashing that one away over Gleason's head. He's got to be careful here because the substitute Molyneux in behind. He's just been forced out onto the right though against Gleason. Now cuts in. Molyneux in the box. Goes oh. for goal. Oh, the last touch of Malachi Black. I don't know how much he knew about it, but he managed to get enough of his head on it to flick it over and behind for a corner. Dangerous, that. Crucial intervention by Malachi there. Um, yeah, it was a good run. The substitute, Gleese just caught out there, wasn't he? He just misjudged that ball over the top and Molyneux was able to run in behind and good skill from him as well. Yeah, I think Molyneux's done very well there to, to make a chance out of that. A big loopy ball. Yeah, the substitution. Well, the two subs going up against each yeah. other there. One was a lot more ready than the other. Welcome to the game. Yes, the cor corner is taken. Oh. Yeah, I've seen that pitch in a lot, Mark Burke. Not a manager who likes to make subs, but he doesn't really have many available to him at all at the moment. And There'll be an element of Steve Gleeson that he has had these injury problems. He, he doesn't want people running in behind, you know, over his shoulder because he might not really be able to cope a lot of the time because of these injury problems. There's the throw is going to be taken here by Dominic Perkins. Perkins into Molyneux again, lays it off and, and Bromsgrove keep the possession nicely. Dugmore now down the line, trying to work an opening. The game just opening up a little bit more. Willis. Back out to Dugmore. Malachi Black over to him again. Dugmore making things happen though. Willis now going up against Black. Sends him a dummy and then the ball does come in. Horlock will claim. It's dips really on him though, but he's done well to claim it in the end, Charlie Horlock. He's just going to settle things down here. Wind definitely has time to play with that. Just yeah, it did. It, yeah, it really came down quickly. It can play a role sometimes, to be fair. Conditions here at top field. 65 minutes in. Still. Very much goalless. Hitchin will be going three games in a row without scoring as well if they 
don't get anything from this game. It should be a rarity for Jake Hutchison, let alone the Canaries. But now Kai Teal's in there again, over the halfway line. He's done well today, Kai Teal, actually. He has for the last few games. And he's definitely a player we'll look forward to seeing a bit more of next season as he commits a foul <laughs> here on the Bromsgrove man. But good to see Teal back in yellow and green. Free kick taken quickly then. Just inside the halfway line on our near side in the media box. And now uh, Barnes Homer gets the wrong side of Stan Georgie, but Georgie's there recovering. And Just Malachi Black can clear it away. Why? Yeah, he did. And uh, as well, we mentioned Dan Webster's time, but Stan Georgie must have learnt so much playing alongside him this season. I think he is the new Dan Webb. Yeah, <laughs> the new Dan Webb. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, very calm and composed, but I know his dad's not let him, you know, get involved with those card games at the back of the coach <laughs> yet. So not well, quite Dan Webb yet if he can't do that. We're trying to get him out tonight. He's 18 at midnight, so midnight. Yeah, oh, he's all right. Is it? Is that fine? You know, final game of the season, night out then. Uh, I think yeah. Now we're safe. <laughs> yeah, now you're safe. Absolutely. Yeah, wouldn't have been if we were going oh. down. Hutchinson over the halfway line. Oh, nearly gets past his man. Well, the last time a night out was promised. We lost to Rushton and Diamonds that went on a great run of form, I remember. So, well, there you go. might translate into a brilliant pre-season, who knows? Probably not. Depends what play where players are off to on their holidays, I'm sure. I know some will, of course, hate pre-season a lot more than others, but we'll have to see. I'm sure it's where the younger players, actually, that, you know, they can make more of an impact. Some of the older ones will kind of take it for granted a bit more. Yeah. As Georgie clears up and away. Straight up in the air, this one just dropping again. As there's a little shirt pull there by Toby oh. Rayson, but Cody Cott Stevens back there again, then using his strength Josh into Malachi Black, well. who clears that one again. Yeah, he has Cody Cott Stevens. Now Hutchinson coming oh. forward, and he's just up there on his own, isn't he, at the moment, trying to make something happen. But McGrath and Kettle just not letting him have a sniff, really. They're toying with him a little bit. Yeah, it's tough when you're up there on your own, mm. isolated. He's, yeah, we've seen a lot I more of that, that recently. Like, I say that like I know, like I'm there <laughs> front. <but laughs> I suppose you're the opposite as a keeper. <laughs> but you're used to that anyway. As Perkins says to play one over the top. He's hit that way too long. You can, you can easily blow full time here, couldn't you? There's not much to talk about. Not 67 minutes in here. Not a lot's been going on. Do remember to get your message in if anyone wants to shout out. Last chance this season. So send us a message on our website, HDFC Radio, or tweet me at Cardi Freddy uh, or at Joshua Mollison. Uh, to get in touch. Uh, let's have a look at the Southern League scores then because so much going on uh, at the moment. Still Rushton nil, Nuneaton 1. So Hitchin will stay exactly where they are. Uh, Church 2, Royston 1. Barwell 3, Hensman 4. So here we're getting all the final day brilliance <laughs> and then all the final day rubbish. Biggleswade nil, Redditch nil. Nil nil here. Leicester nil, Peterborough Sports nil. So Peterborough hanging on to that second place spot. Uh, Needham nil, Banbury 2. Banbury going to hit 100 points and they do deserve it to be fair. Uh, Russell 1, Lowestoft 1 to Lowestoft. Uh, moving the staying bottom of him because Biggleswade are also drawing. Tamworth 1, St Ives 1. Starbridge 3, Colville 3. So we've got it's either nil nil or loads of goals as we kind of predicted. It's still nil nil here as well, but plenty of going on. It's just that, that playoff battle really is what to keep an eye on. And Old Church still nicking at the moment. Can't believe Rushton are throwing it away to Nuneaton Borough to be quite honest. It's surprising, but Pre you just never must know. Be to yeah, it. it must be, surely. As they bring the ball down here. They have had injuries as well, the Diamonds. They've had you know, issues going forward as well. Willis plays it along to McGrath this time. Down the left, up against uh, Jack Green again, who's in there. Won the ball again. He's, to be fair, Jack Green's put in a really good display here. <laughs> as much as we, you know, there's that man of the match 
drama every single time he sets foot on a, on a football pitch. I think this could be his best shot of getting it this season as the ball comes back into Jordan Goddard. Goddard now up against Papula, who hasn't had much of the ball. He's certainly worked hard off it, though. We're, we're, we could be in a 2v1 situation. Oh, the drop back in for a 2v2. We could have the same if we hit him on a counter-attack. Yeah. They throw men forward. Cool, he's not always the best in the counter-attack, is he, though? The way, the way he plays, you can't really turn things over quickly. <laughs> no, I think they're getting the ball into him. Very, very yeah. good sticks. And then maybe looking for that ball for Jacob. Anything behind, on the edge of the box, that's where he comes into his own. All, all of the keepers off their line. Yeah. Such was that lower stuff game. Edge of the box or you know, yeah. in his own half. Five goals are in this season. Top scorer, though, still Hutchinson with 14. Callum Stead with 13. So Hutch will take that accolade. Who knows how many more it could have been if five of those stayed the whole season as well. The ball's back with Taylor again. What did you make of all that, you know, those Callum Stead events? Of course, South Shields, you know, didn't work out at all, but he was always going to go to a higher level, wasn't he? And, you know, it seems to be, he seems to be enjoying himself up at Kettering. Yeah, I think, you know, personally, I probably wouldn't have gone. Um, it depends on what he's looking for. I mm. think that he could have stayed here and, and banged a load of goals. Yeah. And next season, gone, if that's what he wanted to do. But, you know, it's, it's his decision at the end of the day or his agent's, his agent's decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it might well have been, to be fair, the latter. Is so, yeah, I don't think it was would have been the right choice. But, you know... South Shields certainly wasn't. But no. Kettering, you know, going up a league, you don't blame him there. But South Shields, I still can't get my head around that, to be quite honest. Especially on a non-contract deal as well. As the ball is chipped in into the box, there's an offside uh, against Perkins at the back post. Not far from here, Stephen is lead Tranmere by a goal to nil, so move another step away from uh, relegation into non-league. I see Dan Webb getting warm. Ah, oh, fantastic. <laughs> here we go. Let's see. see uh, Monday, he was just chucked on because we had a late free kick and him and Green were brought on to see if they could cause any carnage. And I think Webby fouled the keeper. Green, he missed the <laughs> ball completely, so it didn't quite work, but it was certainly good to watch. There's 19 minutes here and Charlie Horlock is going to take the Goal kick. So Dan Webb just warming up, stretching and chatting to some of the fans. Robbie Burns over there as well. Might see him play a couple of minutes in this hitching season. Here's Cody Cut Stevens. Tries to float one through. Not a bad idea as well, but Hutchinson isn't going to be able to keep it on on the left. And go out for a uh, Bromsgrove Sporting uh, throw in. So Webb not only retiring today, but can make his 400th appearance. Uh, in this game. It's also the oldest club in the league versus the youngest. Hitchin founded in 1874, Bromsgrove in 2009. Hutchinson now finding the silver on the edge. He could have gone for goal there maybe. It almost opened up for to. him. Yeah, I'm surprised. Maybe he just didn't generate enough power kind of with, you know, the setup. So yeah, I think the ball stopped dead. Goal. Goal. Yeah, that's it. the thing. Now Matthew Barnes, Homer, former Luton man, into the box. Gets it again on the edge and crosses it in. Maybe a little bit too far. It's headed back across. They brought down by Molyneux. Crucial touch there by Gleeson. Then the shot's drilled in. Headed down. Here is Barnes home. And the touch just gets away from his feet, though. And Malachi Black nips in to clear. Up to Hutchinson. De Silva now. Quickly put under pressure by Dougmore. Great skill by Rio De Silva. Leaves him on the ground. And now Hutchinson can stretch his legs. But look at that pace from Kettle, the captain. Brilliant from him recovering there. And defending really well up against Jake Hutchinson. Still nil-nil as Kai Till challenges for the header. Gleeson now might be a foul, but we're going to continue with Bromsgrove. Oh, what a challenge there. Georgie clearing out what would have been a certain goal-scoring opportunity. And now the Silver again's back helping out. What a battle between him and Joshua Dugmore, the Bromsgrove right-back. It's been fantastic viewing. Right wing-back, should I say. And 
now we are going to have a stoppage. I think Gleason might just get a talking to here. Yeah, I think Charlie Horlock's racing out to try and defend him. Might have said something to the ref there. I do think it was a foul. I think he's got yeah. the right to challenge it. I don't quite understand why players aren't allowed to. Depending on obviously what he said. Yeah. <laughs> but it does frustrate me, especially I've had refs in the past where you just ask a question mm. and they refuse to talk or, yeah. or they'll give you a telling off. But well. I think we've almost lost that, you know, somewhere down the line with football where the relationship kind of has just snapped in half between players and refs, you know, because if you watch any rugby game and they're mic'd up and they'll explain every decision oh, and say, say exactly what yeah. happened. But, you know, now there's almost a stage where refs just, you know, whether it's them being too defensive or... Who knows? But there's a, there's a great video. I've got this pointing you in the direction of Sky Sports Football YouTube channel. It's a recent Women's Super League game, and they had the referee Emily Heaslip mic'd up, and she's done games here this season as well. It was so interesting to see how you know to see how it all works, and she was fantastic. But you can imagine Premier League refs would say no chance. Mm. You know, are we gonna are we gonna do this? But for me, that would really help things out if we could hear what the referees oh, are saying. 100%. I think the way rugby do it is it's brilliant, isn't it? The way forward. 100%. Yeah. I don't know why um, football doesn't follow. I think just because almost the lack of respect. I mean, if you're going to broadcast it as well. And, you know, yeah, that is very true. That's, that's <laughs> going to be the only issue, isn't it? But, you know, again, that's a problem that sh you know we should be sorting out, I guess. But who knows? Certainly interesting yeah, to get players' perspective on it uh, as well. So still goalless here. 15 minutes left. When are we going to see Dan Webb? is the only thing we're all waiting for here. Otherwise, I think people might have packed their bags and headed off home as Charlie Warlock now brings the ball down. I'm Bro guessing the 89th minute. 89th minute, yeah. <laughs> Bit of a sweepstake. Bromsgrove, of course, uh, for an 11th draw of 20 away games this season as well. So, not sure all of them would have panned out like this, but they have been unlucky at times. They just haven't quite created enough chances. And Itchen have shown enough going forward, but only in very short spells. You've seen shots from... You know, Teal and De Silva showing what he can do, but very little once again. They come quite the way fast Hutchinson. for, for yeah. Hitchin, I feel like we have one chance, two chance, three, and then we won't for another 10, 15 mm. minutes, and then we'll pile on the pressure. Sometimes we'll look great, you know, and you think, where was this? But I still think lo losing Lewis Barker in midfield, you know, that has had an impact. It's not quite been Papula's day on the ball. So we can another, see another sub here. Matthew Barnes Homer coming off. And he's going to be replaced, I think, by. Uh, Mitchell Canlin, the only other outfield substitution uh, that Bromsgrove can make. So, uh, Barnes Homer uh, coming off. Uh, Canlin, player, made eight appearances for Walsall in League Two level, actually, before playing for Nuneaton and Stafford Rangers. He signed in January from Wolf Church. All of these local sides, the players will have played for all of them. You'll find a lot of the time. And then at higher levels, the likes of Solly Hull, a lot of ex Walsall players in this side who came through the academy. Here is the throw in there. Down the left, headed away well by uh, Jack Green. For the ball's cleared away over Gleason's head, and Georgiou heads it up and over. And there's a free kick here. Soft foul. Kai Teal getting a bit of revenge. Um, <laughs> Very acrobatic. Keener. Is he like this in training as well, Teal? Does he like to get stuck in and kind yeah. of put himself about? Yeah, I think that's his nature. Yeah. He's a winner. I think he wants to win, whether it's in training or obviously on match days. Um, you definitely see that side to him. In training and in games. <laughs> Damon, who is of course the academy <laughs> coach, he said, Thank you very much, Josh Mollison, for sending the kids to sleep. Face for radio. He's got the two insults in and two very common ones as well, to be fair. But thanks for listening, Damon. <laughs> I'm glad the kids have gone to sleep at least. Damon Lathrope. Yeah. Got a lot worse than Josh on here before, so <laughs> typical. I've heard Damon do the commentary for Torquay. So. For Torquay? Did, oh, yeah. We'll have to go and find that yeah. somewhere as the ball's nodded down. Gleason. Cleared away. We've interviewed you and you and him before, haven't we? After an FA Youth Cup game, and 
Um, Damon speaks really well, to be fair, so I can't even criticise him, which is a bit annoying. As the silver training. switches one through. Oh, Hutchinson was running onto it, but the ball in the hands of the keeper. Shout for a pass back. Well, surely, if that's defended by the Bromsgrove man, it's surely a pass back, isn't it? I know you'll have a benevolent view of the keeper, though, so what are you going to go with here? I don't think he was in control of the ball. Mm -hmm. I think that... You know, that's sort of my rule of thumb. If it doesn't look like he was in control, yeah. then I'm going to pick it up. He was trying to stretch a foot out more to defend the ball yeah. than play it back to the keeper, I guess. But Hitch and fans, they haven't had much to shout about today. So I always think it. with that as well, if that if you're in that situation, I try and get the ball away from me as quick as possible yeah. so the ref can't make a decision. <laughs> yeah, quickly he's, he's move got to focus on. on the other bit. Mm. That's a foul. 12 minutes left. Georgie heading one through now. Still got the matter of man of the match, which of course is your decision. That and Dan Webb coming on is basically the only things we're looking forward to here now. It's, it's not been a great game. It's not been like a, a terrible game where both teams are really bad. It's been two good sides, but it's just whether they want it or not. And you can tell just the mentality. They're both quite happy to take a point out of this one. 100%. I'll say again. <laughs> well, someone's going to go for and count it up, I can tell you. Oh, someone's going to go for and count every 100% up. That Michael Jones on Monday. Yeah, he will. He likes his stats, doesn't he? <laughs> while he's at work, um, and still, a, a, I've heard a, long, a lot of the season left for the academy as well. You've got a lot of games still to be rescheduled and stuff. So I'm sure you'll, you'll keep yourself busy for a while. Yeah, helping out of that. Yeah, obviously we've got three teams uh, at the academy, three different leagues. So one of our leagues has sort of overrun a little bit. I think mm. one of them's already finished, and then the other one's got two games left. But then the the third one's, um, I think we're looking at. It six or seven games left still yeah. so it's good for the college boys though gives, gives them yeah. minutes and that plenty to do yeah. here is Malachi Black then yeah, it keeps going from strength to strength it must be so good you know for some of the younger side you know the, the players in their first year see how many come through mm. you know and play first team football it must be really inspiring to know you know there is light at the end of the tunnel for, for when they finish the course and others going on to play for likes of Welling and Letchworth and other teams as the shot comes in blocked in the edge of the box and now De Silva needs to hammer it away up to Hutchinson who flicks it on Corley now can come in behind it's nicely defending he plods it through for Hutchinson oh, that would be a fitting way to end the season with Jake Hutchinson smashing the ball home inside the box pitching one Bromsgrove nil what a strike that is by the way he has absolutely rifled it hasn't he what a strike that is Cooley flicking the ball through Hutchinson bringing it down he's giving it all of the power there and hitching lead in the final game of the season out of nothing with 10 minutes to go 1-0 and hopefully that now will just inject some life into the game with 10 minutes to go and it just had to be Jake Hutchinson didn't it what a season he's had honestly what a strike that was I still can't believe it <laughs> took that so well yeah and Cooley as well on the ground managing to prod the ball yeah, through they've done very well that there. partnership has just got better and better this season hitching lead then 1-0 Jake Hutchinson 15th goal of the season and he's not been here for very long whatsoever in his second spell at the club 1-0 to the Canaries. All uh, Bromsgrove, sorry, who feel very hard done by, to be fair. They have played well. They've restricted Hitchin nicely. And now they've got to come back out and try and get something out of this game. Now they've got to put bodies forward, don't they? And I think well, they have to, yeah. Leave. They've got the capabilities, haven't they? So this is where Hitchin have got to switch on. Mm. They have conceded quite often, you know, just after scoring this season as well. We've seen it so many times. So they'll be conscious to get through the next five minutes. Jack Green chipping one through. We can't have Dan Webb coming on with Hitchin looking to cling onto a lead. Yeah. <laughs> we almost need it to be a draw, so you know, put him up front or something. Russell two lowest off one, so 
Last off staying uh, bottom of the table. Orv Church now 3-1 against Royston. What a turnaround. And they are going to take that final playoff spot. As things stand, unless Rushton can score two against Nuneaton Borough. Uh, so with this win as well, um, I think Nuneaton do have a better goal. It's the same goal difference, actually. So Hitchin winning 1-0, Nuneaton winning 1-0. Nuneaton will stay in front for... I think maybe because they've gone up against each other, Nuneaton, I don't I know. Think They're in front for one goal, goal scored. Score, so Nuneaton in front. Um, so Hitchin would need to, to win 2-0 with Nuneaton staying at 1-0 to move up to uh, 18th. So still a possibility, uh, but really we need Rushton to go and do us a favour there. Um, Barwell losing to Hensford uh, as well. So I'll just have a look at the league table now. Um, so yeah, well it's not been updated just yet, but uh, Hitchin would be moving above Barwell, uh, as would Nuneaton who are flying. So that, that is good. You know, we do have that movement up the table at the end of the season finally as well. So, you know, when we look back on this season, however many years' time, it just looks a little bit more comfortable. Of course, it has been in this last week. As you know, Doug Watt comes through now down the right, gets the ball in. Hitchin don't want to get complacent here. Oh, Molyneux, it fell for him. He didn't know much about it. It comes back out towards Doug Watt, who knew he was offside, and let it go out for a Hitchin throw in. Hitchin has just got to stay, keep things together here. As Hutchinson was just squatting in the centre circle. Might, just looking a little bit tired, as is Steve Corley. You never know. Downward might just be chucked it <laughs> up front. You all never know. All I'm saying is Webby's still stretching. He's got to start warming up in front of the manager now, surely. <laughs> I think he's just catching up with Robbie Burns, to be fair. <laughs> reminiscing. Malachi Black now down the left. Good header away. Out for another. Uh, throw in for the Canaries. And still goalless here. Where are people getting the ice cream from? There's an ice cream man just down on the left. Oh. Is that what? I can presume you're going to hit that up afterwards. Just down, just down the side, yeah, around the corner. Shame has not been here earlier this season, to be fair. Oh. I mean, some people will say it's wrong to have ice creams in winter. I completely disagree <laughs> with that. Well, <laughs> cleared away by Dugmore, and certainly, what wonders it may be getting a few more people through the doors today. The ice cream van. <laughs> Yeah. And a lot of people enjoying it today. Come for the ice cream and stay for the football. Yeah, exactly. And the Canary Kitchen. That's been a bit of a revelation as well, hasn't it, this season, the Canary Kitchen? Oh, unbelievable. Been very good food. Top of our chip review as well. <laughs> Marek being unbiased as usual. Stugmore takes the throw in. To be fair, we haven't come across much better. And he, there's a miscommunication here. And you can tell Bromsgrove this is just slipping away from them a little bit now after Hutchinson's goal. How long have we got there? Seven left. Plus added time. Get Webby on. You don't <laughs> want to make him nervous. I'm starting to feel for him now. 399 appearances. Retiring at full time. You've got to get him on now. That's what we did on, on Monday to make sure he had the possibility. Uh, I'd have to ask Mark Burke about how long he knew. You know, when did Dan Webb initially make this decision as De Silva saunters forward again. The last touch comes off a Bromsgrove man. It's another hitch and throw. And people, you can tell people in and around us are really enjoying watching Rio De Silva today. Yeah, I think he's got that flair that the fans want to see. He's got the ability to take on players. He's not afraid to do it, either. Yeah, and, and sometimes it doesn't work, and sometimes he can be a little frustrating to watch, but he's improved all season and on the ball and off it, working hard, and things starting to develop for him. He had a really good pre-season as well. As the ball comes in again over the head of Hutchison, Kai Teal! Oh. Great save. It might have just been straight at the keeper, though. Teal looking to pop up and grab his first goal of the season to seal the deal. 
But instead, Gleason has to be defending down the other end. He does really well against the other sub, Molyneux. Those two re-engaging again, and this time Gleason does clear. But it's straight to Perkins. What a chance for Kai Teal at the other end. I think he'll be kicking himself with that one. Perkins chipping one over. Gleason goes down. Yeah, I mean, he can hit a ball hard, can't he, Kai Teal? <laughs> but just straight at the goalie. A real shame that didn't go in. That's Dan Webb. Is, has he been called over? Yes, he sat back down. The bib's coming off then. Here we go. <laughs> Just listen for when he comes on as well. Five minutes left here. And it's Hitchin 1, Bromsgrove nil. Let's hope Webby's first, uh, last appearance is in a winning cause as well. And Hutchison might as well. Just giving him a big helping hand there. Well, of course, Henders, the Hitchin top scorer this season. 15 and counting in his short loan spell. Including a hat-trick on his debut. That is crazy, isn't it? Been an amazing impact for Jake Hutchinson as Steve Gleason just lets this one go through to Charlie Horlock, who is really a master in the arts of time wasting. Yeah. He must have taught you a few things. <laughs> I've taught him a few things. <laughs> That's all they'll be looking to do now, right? Yeah, down the clock. absolutely. He's win. It finished the season with a win, as Hitchin failed to do the previous two seasons, which were, were of course, both curtailed by COVID. The season before that, they actually won the last game against Banbury United. Two goals to one. But now Bromsgrove come forward again. Candlin across the box. Papula almost leaves it, but he got enough of a foot there for Cody Cook-Stevens to then divert the ball away. Clear long. Down by Eddie Riley's camera. And now, here we go then. Here comes Webby. Substitution. Dan Webb will get the biggest cheer of the afternoon now coming on. Gets a big hug from Mark Burke. And with four minutes to go, he's going to replace Steve Cawley. And everyone is going to be applauding both Steve Corley, but the centre of attention today, Dan Webb, making his 400th and final Hitchin Town appearance. For the final time then, Dan Webb jogging out onto the Hitchin pitch. You can listen to everyone clapping in there. Steve Corley's races run though, he's done well today. Great impact of that goal as well. And Webb's coming on up front alongside Hutchinson. What a way to finish it, eh? Chaz has handed in the armband as well. Yeah, he's done He's done well, Chaz. And Dan Webb, he will not stop smiling. And it will be an emotional one for him. He's going to get stuck in, going on up front. We've seen it a couple times when Hitchin have had to do a last throw of the dice, but a fitting way for him to end it, even in that number five shirt that he has made his. It's going to be so hard. Anyone elsewhere in that number five now. Here's Malachi Black. Webb making the run. We've just got to see a goal. The, the roof will come off if he scores. And Dugmore now picks it up. Do we see him play up front in training at all? or um, <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. Not really. Ball out for another hitch and throw in here. One by Stan Georgie. He's got no intention of getting on with it. The Bromsgrove player to give it back to Malachi Black as quickly as possible. I think Bromsgrove know their races run though as well. Two minutes to go here. Everyone behind Dan Webb here. And he chests the ball here. It goes out for a throw-in, but via a Bromsgrove man. You've, we just need a corner or something for him to get up in the box. He scored so many late equalisers and winners, not, you know, not only this season, but throughout his career as well. You would not bet against him getting the fairy tale finish. Malachi Black now over the top, down to Dan Webb, who nods it, nods it down. Ball cleared up and away. Stands done well there. Yeah, another good header away by Georgie. Oh, it's also, it's time for a man of the match. Once we get an opportunity, I think you know who you're going to give it to, uh, Josh, but we'll just wait for a, a stoppage in play uh, before we can do that. Needham one, Banbury free now. As Corny Cut Stevens is putting the pressure on uh, up there. And 
Bromsgrove bring the ball away now with uh, Joseph Willis back into middle. Right, let's have a man of the match then, Josh. This could be a, a landmark moment this season. Well, obviously, now it's uh, Webby's last game. So it's going to have to be Jack Green. Jack Green. <laughs> He's done very well, hasn't he? So for the first time this season, Jack Green is the HDFC Radio Man of the Match. What a legend. What a performance. <laughs> and he will be so happy with that as well. He, he will be telling it. everyone on the night out tonight as well. That's my best friend. I can presume he's an absolute horror show on a night out as well so <laughs> ah, he's class yeah make sure you're following him on instagram if you want to see any of that because yeah. stuff will get put on there it'll be deleted the next morning there's a minute to go until added time in this final game of the season so the, the official man of the match sponsored by the three Morehands pub we're gonna see who's given that but it's a corner here it's gonna be josh keener as the ball comes in down web the official man of the match is charlie Hallock. Punches this one away. <laughs> Easiest man of the match of Webby's life, that one. There's the ball's played to that to the edge of the box. Chipped in. Good header away by Cordycott Stevens. Go on, Webby. Run and now Hutchinson. Can we see Webb sprinting forward? I think Hutchinson <laughs> might do it alone. Just win us a corner here. Hutchinson's going to go alone. Onto his left foot now. He's just done enough. He keeps going, though. And then they will clear the ball away in the edge of the box. Up and over. It's all about Dan Webb at the moment. And rightly so. Keener now bringing the ball down. Playing one through, Jack Green, <laughs> tiny <laughs> header away. He lost his footing that completely. Why That's why he's out of the match. Four minutes added on. So we'll switch wide. Hutchinson will run onto it. Dan Webb's up in the box. Come on, he gives it across. Webb was in oh. there, and it had to be cleared away. Crucial intervention there by Michael McGrath. Four minutes have added on. Come on, Webby, but let's hold on to this one nil as well. There's still league place up at stake. And Jack Green heads another one again. And he's hurt himself uh, in honestly, the process. I'm going to miss commentating on him next if season. That's not MOM material. I don't know what is. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm next at a football game. And I can't watch Jack Green heading balls away. Absolutely brilliant. Climbing on the back of a defend of the attacker. I think they're going to hit a free kick here as well. Uh, Bromsgrove Sporting. So a minute gone in added time then. Final acts of the season. It's just a drop ball, in fact, and Keener chips one over the top. Another good header away by Jack Green. Up there to... You'd imagine Dan Webb could have a shot coming in, you know, just about to cross the line, and someone like Jack Green would be up there. He'd tap it in, <laughs> denying that goal. Papula brings one away now. De Silva's there in the middle. Papula could just stretch those legs, and he does, finding Hutchinson. Now De Silva. Webb's made the run on the oh. far side. Papula there. He's got a square it, surely. Josh Papula gets oh. the ball across. Oh, it's wide to Dan Webb. Oh, what a waste. What a shame. Just wasn't to be. I wouldn't have backed Webby to finish that. <laughs> yeah, the first touch might have been an issue itself, but uh, it's daggers from Dan Webb to Josh Papula. No, I think... Burns, he's coming on now as well. Robbie Burns, for his one and only appearance of the season, is going to play the last minute. Everyone's getting a go today. Of course, they, signed, they go. Yeah, <laughs> signed as kind of an emergency player earlier, a couple of months ago. Now Hutchinson, he's going to say goodbye to the Hitchin Town fans for one last time. And what a season he's had. He has been magnificent from start to finish. A hat-trick on his second debut. And a goal, a winning goal, in what might well be his final game with the Canaries. He may be going back to Colchester, but the Hitchin fans will not forget his performances this season. Nah, he deserves all the applause. Like I said earlier, if it weren't for him, I think we would have been a spot of bother. Well, even more bother yeah. than what we were in. So Robbie Burns and Dan Webb will end the season up front. I did not think <laughs> I'd be saying that at the start of the season. 
But we're into the final couple of minutes. Great to see those two reuniting up front. So the ball's headed down. Hitchens still leading by a goal to nil here, by the way. Bromsgrove, despite all the pleasantries, have still got a game to try and get something out of here as Jack Green nods it away for one final up. time. Cody cut Stevens up and over the top. If you're Dan Webb now, you surely you've just got to shoot from the halfway line or something. <laughs> The ball's nodded down here. Jack Green almost makes a mess of the only header. Now the ball's across. Oh, it is put wide. I think Malachi Black might well have just got a touch on that because it's behind for a corner. What a bit of defending by Malachi Black. Fantastic intervention. I won't lie. I thought that might have been a, Goal. a little spoiler there. <laughs> yeah. Bromsgrove still have time to spoil the party, though. The keeper's coming up. Oliver Taylor, only just to the halfway line though, I think. Here comes the corner. Horlock underneath it, punches it clear. Now Teal will thump it away into Silva. Can try and run in. Gets the ball on the halfway line after the he defender headed it down. It's going towards the corner flag, but De Silva will have other ideas. Up against Joshua Dugmore, who wins it this time. Then clears the ball away. Cody got Stevens nodding it down. De Silva again. Needs support up there. Trying to find Kai Teal. There's a free oh, kick here. here we go. One last chance here for Dan we Webb go. to get forward. And that one last chance for Hitchin to go and grab a second goal here. You just never know, Josh. I think this could be it. It's written in the stars. It has to be. The last time Hitchin played Bromsgrove at home, Dan Webb scored a 94th minute winner. We're into the 95th minute. It's Hitchin 1, Bromsgrove nil at top field. The inflatable canaries are in the air behind the goal. Two men in the wall. Cody got Stevens over it. Shame to see Jack Green not going forward. <laughs> Hitchin have left enough back though. They want to protect the points here. Here's Cody got Stevens chipping it to Webb at the back post. He pushes his man down. He's giving away a free Give kick. A Fair play, and that is full time. The curtain is pulled down on a roller coaster ride of a season for Hitchin Town FC, but they get over the line by a small margin. But they've done enough to stay up this season. And nobody's going to say that they don't deserve it. They win 1-0 on the day. Jake Hutchinson capping things off with his 15th of the season with 10 minutes to go. And now all the accolades will be for Dan Webb, who makes his 400th and final Hitchin appearance and will now retire. So for the last time of the season, Hitchin players go over there and applaud the fans. And Josh, well, we will take that. It didn't look like we were going to win that game for a long time, but now we can, fi we can finish it with a fitting ending. Yeah, and I said to you during the game that you know we, did, we weren't creating much, but when we did, um, they were good chances and they came thick and fast. So, you know, we're just fortunate enough that Jake had the quality to, to put one away. But I think, to be fair, I'd look, at, I don't think Bromsgrove deserved to win the game necessarily. Not that I think we did, but, um, you know, we'll take the three points. And like you said, it's a great way to finish for Webby. Yeah, Hitch will be very pleased with that. Josh, fantastic work. How did you find that first commentary? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was all right. <laughs> Everyone in and around is, is, is giving you some, some accolades. You'll get some stick, but I've got to say, for stepping up, you did a really good job, so thanks very much for yeah, joining no me. Thank you for having me. an absolute pleasure to all of the HTFC radio listeners. You've been fantastic this season. We couldn't have done this without you. It's not always been easy, but it's been a brilliant ride. And I'm going to miss it at uni next year. I'm going to try and make as many away games and home games as possible, of course, whenever I can. But it's farewell, but not goodbye from me for the moment. And that is full time. Hitching one, Bromsgrove Sporting nil. Enjoy your summer.